Welcome everyone to the testing room where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a game bring you new topics each and every week. I'm Alex, aka the Godfather. I'm Christian, aka Pseudo Order Forty Five. I am Preston, aka Funkadelic Jedi. All right, and uh, can I just I, say really quick that yes. I almost forgot to go at that point? <laughs> oh, is okay. Yeah. So is that like a subtle? Is that a subtle plug? Is that so all the audience goes? Well, why did you almost forget, Christian? No, okay, tell oh, us. Yes, oh. yes, tell Alex, us. That's me. Yes, that's me farming for. Uh, I. For, I for sympathy, well, you, for can't, sympathy you can't remember. Huh? Thank you. You can't, you can't remember. You, Whatever. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that's me farming. Yeah, that's me farming for sympathy points. No, I'm just here. Like you, you said your, you said yours, and then I was I'm like staring at my desk, and then there was a split second where my brain was like, oh, I gotta talk right now. <laughs> so why don't, why don't we sense. go ahead and get this out of the way? You go ahead and tell the audience what you're dealing with today. Oh yeah, I mean, look, I just. You know, we wanted to go into the specifics, but most of my week outside of the couple games that I'll be able to talk about was uh, there was some stuff that happened in in my building, and then it, my week my week was capped off with uh, <laughs> being hit in a car at I was uh, we were parked, Alex and I were parked, and they hit us going like forty, so which yay. led to. Me having a mild concussion. There we go. There we go. That's why we're forgetful today. A little little fogginess because we're just dealing with a mild concussion. I I laughed earlier. The show don't stop, baby. So I I laughed earlier because you know Preston and I naturally are like, oh oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, do you need to take a night off or whatever? And then I laughed because your text message is like, no, I'm good. Right, like we'll keep rolling or whatever. We'll, we're good to go. And I just like, you literally said the words like, "I'm good. Let's do this." Concussion, all in one sentence. Like, if I had a concussion, I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm out. I'm down and out." Yeah, for Fuck a this. few days. I just want to <laughs> sleep. No, honestly, man, it's just because we like. I, I said it before the show started, but it's just like we. This is our hangout time, so yeah, I like yeah. yeah. You know, we can bit, we can adjust it, it. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure, but with schedules and stuff like that wasn't going to happen for me this normally i would say yes let's move this to like a day where i've had a chance to sleep but my schedule <laughs> you're not you're won't. not supposed to sleep on a concussion no i already did that the night before we woke up every two hours and did the whole like say <laughs> your name and where you live and what's the date so question for you sure how how you, you did that at home right like you and alexa you got home you both woke each other up you both have concussions yes yes Okay, so you, you both were instructed, go home, wake up every two hours, and then, like, recite Check your name and other. the date yeah. and your, to each other, right? What would have happened if the concussion was worse and neither of you could do it? Like, or, well, so well, like, the, you're relying on the two people with a concussion to keep the yeah. two people with concussions in check. Like, that doesn't yes. make any sense. So, <laughs> the, luckily, in our case, I am housing my baby sister while she goes through college. So, what would have happened was uh, two sets of alarms would have been blaring, uh, <laughs> and she would have gotten up and then promptly called medical services to 
come get okay. us out of whatever coma we just slipped into. Luckily, that didn't happen. <laughs> yes, that didn't happen, though. I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm just saying to the <clears throat> medical professional that assisted you, if you're listening, probably not the safest advice. You know, I, It wasn't really an option. I mean, it was just like, I, it was either that or stay up. And concussion. We had already been staying up and got no sleep from the night before because of us playing fucking Crime Stoppers. So... <laughs> Okay. Uh, I told you what happened, Preston. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was yeah. thinking like a video game or some shit. Like, no. right, oh yeah, yeah. Now I remember. Yes. Game called, but it, yeah, there's so, not. But for some reason, Crackdown popped in my head when you said Crime Stoppers. To, no, time Crisis popped in my head for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, short of us just staying awake, which I we wouldn't have happened. I would have absolutely passed out. So. Yeah. This is the way to do it. So now we've been upgraded, especially as we can check out last night. All we have to do is wake up one time tonight and then we're good. What cool. what time do you have to wake up? Anytime. We just get to pick. So you set my life for fifteen minutes from when I go to bed. Again, not the most sound advice from this medical professional. I would maybe this go is, to a different a totally, this hospital. Is, this is a second opinion. This is a different Again, hospital. mild concussion. Yeah. I'm not gonna say all I'm going to say here is it's starting to become apparent to me why concussion protocols in the NFL are such a big deal. Because apparently sure. nobody has a real way to uh, monitor people under said concussion protocol. Wake yourself up. Who cares? All right. So, well, since you have the ball here, sir, why not just tell us about your week a little bit? Yeah. So the games that I played. Uh, <laughs> so I beat Ali Ali World. Um the game is phenomenal. Uh, it is firmly, you know, who knows where it'll land by the end of the year, but it is in the top ten. Like it is firmly in the top. There's, and it's only so February. Mu- yep, and that's Very good it's game, it's yeah, it's just it's the whole package. Like there's everything from the art style to the music. Everything that I said last week still applies. It's just it goes and it ends in such a um so. This isn't a spoiler, but it just will give you an idea of what the what the final level looks like. Preston, do you remember in every of the mainline little Big Planet games how the final level was like this giant sort of celebration of you finishing the game? Like it was always like fireworks oh, yeah. and yeah. shit going on. So it, it's yeah, a similar slides. thing here. Like the level is long, but it's not it's not insanely difficult, especially compared to how crazy some of the final stages are. Um, but it's not crazy difficult, uh, and it's just this big, giant celebration of basically every sort of zone that you've been working through, and it's all in this connected flow thing, and the song is so good, and it's a special song that only plays during that, uh, that level. It's really cool. A lot of games that do that, Mario does it, Little Big Planet does it. Journey is a good one. All of those games. Journey is a great example, yes. Yeah, Journey is a fantastic example. Well, but Journey doesn't necessarily fit what I'm about to say here in the sense that a a lot of those games, when they do that final celebratory level, is less about the celebration of your accomplishment of beating the game. It's more about one final time testing your skills. And some of those can be uber difficult, right? Like Mario's like that. uh, Sackboy was like that. So how is this compared to those where at times can be super frustrating on the final level? No, it's it's not like that at all. Like it's it's... It's more like a victory lap is how, how I would 
compared, especially because the challenges and the levels in the fourth zone and the in the final zone are brutal. Like the Those the, are the difficult challenges, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah but not even the main line have to go through. Yeah. No. Even well, even some of the levels are nasty. Like okay. they it gets tough. There's some parts where you're just like. Now I will say, Grant, I was trying to finish it all in one combo. Like I was trying to finish the whole level in a single combo. Go. So there's yeah, that. Yeah. I'm sure if you're using checkpoints or the whole thing, it's it's much easier. But were you doing that um, for a reason? Is it like a trophy or an achievement or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and that's how that's how you get points, right? So it's just like, plus you get like a nice little. And this is just my the way my dopamine works in my brain. But like you get every time that you ace a level, like where you don't lose a life, it just slams a giant star oh, on top of yeah, it and you're like yeah. well now that and once i had a bunch of them it's like well they all have to have this now because <laughs> you know or, or else good. my brain doesn't feel good so <laughs> and so it's like i have to do that um but yeah so it's great though there's just nothing it and it's it's so like it's one of those games that there's things like that i would th- any sort of like nitpicks or complaints that I would have would only be additive, right? Like, so it'd be like, I think it would be cool, even though the multiplayer is asynchronous and I think it works great, like me sending levels to Preston and then him messing around and getting scores on them and doing stuff like that. Um, it's fun. I think it would be great if we could do like a co op run, you know, like something like just doing like being able to play with another person. I think it would be cool, but as far as the package itself goes, like what there's created, there's there's nothing for me to add. Like it's just like there's there take away from it. I should say, like it's just, I it is a perfect package all on its own. It's very good. Nice. Um, yeah. And then the only other game that I played was uh, Nobody Saves the World, and I feel like based on our group chat conversation, I've I've overtook Preston in this yeah, game. Sounds like you got a good stride going on that game. Yeah, good good run. So I've unlocked all the forms. Oh, nice. um, and I've got half half of them at S tier, um, which is the final like the final level that you can get with them. Yeah, the more you play them, like you get the A, B, C, D. Yeah, there's like quests yeah. that you do with. And that's them. how you unlock the other classes and get more yeah. skills mm-hmm. and unlocks. Yeah. Um, so are you are you is it time spent leveling up or is it based on uh, skill and achievement? Because like an action game you would perform a larger combo to get an S tier or an S rank, right? So is this like, oh, you've just played enough with this character that you're now an S tier no. with it? or No, it's so it's all based off of the missions that you have to do as that character. Challenges so like, almost. Yeah. There's, yeah, they're like challenges the best way. So like, for instance, like to rank up the um, horse, it's like you have to gallop, like use the gallop skill through eight enemy, eight, different enemies without letting go of the button like you have to do it in one run and you have to do that 15 times and then it it fills up a huge chunk of the rank bar um and then stuff like that like it's just all sorts of random objectives as you Mm -hmm. go up um and you have to finish them all to get to uh s um no that game's fun and as it goes on it gets funnier and funnier like the like the the writing really starts to flush out as it goes on um like uh the there's like one that I did the other night this is a side thing so it's not a spoiler but there's a a character that wants you to help them build a device that will allow them to translate the speech of dolphins 
And because dolphins are quote unquote sailors, like they're in the water all the time, they just say horribly like expletive ridden like <laughs> filthy things. And but let's be let's be honest. If dolphins could speak, that's exactly how they exactly would talk. They would they're, 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 yeah, like, I totally they're, agree. Yeah, they're just like the gang of the ocean, right? There's a yeah. bunch of assholes swimming around. They, you know, attack things for fun. Yeah, and so they uh, that's how, so they play into that, right? And so some of the writing falls around that. It's really funny. Um, so that stuff is good. I, the only really complaint that I have about the game is that it's so it is there is parts where some of the tooltips that pop up are like borderline like incessant like they do not st- like so um for instance like because my horse the horse form is at s tier but it's the easiest way to travel like it it, it has the faster move fast, speed of everybody yeah. so there's times where i'm running from an objective and i know that all the enemies so at a certain level if, if uh like if you're too high a level on the enemies and you kill them in one hit they don't count towards uh quest progress you have to fight things that are within your level range sure um so if when you're walking through those zones you're like okay well then i'm not going to bother with anything and i'm just going to run through it as fast as possible to get to where i need to go and the game will stop you multiple times and a window will pop up and it's like hey just as a heads up this form doesn't have any quests anymore so you want to switch to and like make sure to switch to a new form that's got active quests so you can get experience for it it's like, yeah, no, no, I'm quite aware. Uh, I just need to get to where I'm going, so please stop bothering me. And then, like, it just goes and goes and goes. And it some now there are times where it notices that you're traveling. For instance, like if you're in water and you're using one of the two forms that can travel through water, it doesn't pop up. It's only on land, and it just will not stop bugging you. It's I don't know yeah. if it's just a thing that they missed or whatever, but it's it it can get annoying if you're trying to run through a whole screen basically and you're just like fucking leave me alone like i just need to get not to get off on a tangent but i had a similar experience in a different game doing the same thing which is Mm -hmm. which is judgment and lost judgment the two games like yeah they give you tool tips all the time that just pop up on the screen right and if you don't pause your game go into the menu and the journal and look at each one it will never stop popping up. Yeah, they'll stay there forever. And it was it was hours into the game of like tooltips I've seen 20, 30, 40 times, just like ping, 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 until I figured out like this is how you get to go away. And the problem with that game is like there's a hundred of them or more. So you have to click through a bunch, but just again, not yeah. to get off on a tangent. I just had something no, similar agree. recently where it's like, what's the deal with these tooltips? Like, give me a quick toggle to say go away. Like yeah. turn off. I never show again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, yep, I know. Yeah. So, um, but that's really my only complaint with it so far. I think it, the only other thing that I might say is that I think the beginning of the game drags a bit. Like, yes. Once you get more form, the more forms you get, the more fun you have in that game. The more like, levels you unlock and kind of like populate that whole map. Yeah. Find certain dungeons, know like, okay, this is the 30 level area, this is the 40 level area, I need so many stars for this dungeon. You kind of got an idea of what you're gonna do and just it just fills up more as far as the game. And, yeah, and you and yeah, and you have more to do. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes more fun. But in the beginning, when you only have like the rat and like the guard and then the and then the archer for a little bit, like and especially if you are like trying to mainline those challenges. 
you'll get them to rank C pretty quick, and then it's like, I have nothing to do until I can get to the next story point that allows me to unlock the further quest that will allow me to unlock the other forms, like, all this sort of shit. So, sometimes it can get, like, in the beginning, it was definitely like, I really hope this picks up. But then as you get to, like, it... The game has this weird thing of, as it has went on, and more and more things have ramped up, I've liked it more and more as it's gone on. Because I agree, I think Preston said this when he was first playing it, but, like, even in the beginning, like, the writing isn't all the way there. Like, it's not their typical level of humor, or... Like, it's there, but it's not, but, like, it's just very sparing. But now, like, it's it's happening all over the place because there's so many people to talk to and so many quests to follow up on and do things. So I it, it has gotten better as it goes on. It was just weird that the beginning was such a rocky start. Yeah. Um, what else have I done? I don't think anything else. No shows? Uh... Yes, I finished Demon Slayer. It's very hey, good. There you go. Um, watch it. And now that I've finished it, uh, I have uh, more Mandalorian room. to watch. Yep, I I'll, I will start it for Preston. I'll do it. I, I have I've texted Alexa on this, <laughs> being like, "Yo, just just get him to watch it." Like he's waiting for you to watch it with him. Like, can you just watch it for me? He's like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, I do have it on the Apple TV. It's all it's all good to go. So I will yep. start it. You are Rocket Raccoon. Yes. Yeah, I think yes, I think I did that. Or you did that. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yep. Uh Preston, do you want to go next? Want me to go next? Yes. No, I'm I'm sure. very short, so I'll go next. Um still just doing my thing, dabbling, right? Just dabble away. So just a little bit more of Ali Ali. Thinking like the third world now. Not doing what Christian does and trying to get every challenge. I'm just enjoying the experience. Enjoying First the of all, I just want to say, enjoying the I, want to, I want to push back on that a bit. I enjoyed my experience with that game, just so we're clear. I do not want to beat my head. To be fair, like there are some things I'm like, you know what? I actually got this like side route. I kind of want to keep going with the side route. So I'm doing pretty well at it. I'm feeling good today, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll keep going at it a couple of times. But I use the checkpoints yeah. very often. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy that game. I do enjoy that. Uh, to me, that game has this difficulty level embedded into the gameplay, mm-hmm. which I like a lot. It's very rare to where like you get to choose how hard you yeah, want it to be. I could go down the basic path, just doing basic grinds and combos, not trying to go towards the other side paths. Um, and at one point I was like, Oh, what shit? What, what was the, uh, what was the button to go back and forth? Like, okay, the X button that gets me over there to that side path. Um, and yeah, I just, that's a very mellow, good, like meditative game, if you will. Yeah. Uh, to where I sit there and just kind of enjoy myself. And choose my difficulty that day without having to scale it down the menu, which mm-hmm. sometimes can f- kind of feel degrading at a certain point. Um, nobody saves the world. Christian has surpassed me, but I am enjoying myself. I am getting through a little bit more. I got the magician just the other day, and I think he's garbage at the moment, but I hear he is not too Dude, bad. Dude, he sucks in the beginning, and then you yeah. get his when you get his second skill. That's what I thought. It, you're like, it is, it's one of the things. Okay, so back to that game. I agree. <laughs> I would, if I was those designers, I literally would have been like, flip, flip the skills. Yeah. Make, give me the second one first because yeah. I was playing with him and the entire time that I had to do his first couple quests to get his, that's the, the D rank to get his second skill. I was like, this class is garbage. I was like, I'm never going to get this one to cap. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't care. Going. I don't want to do it. And then when you get the second one, you're like, 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. This is That's why we're doing this. And it totally makes sense. You're like, okay, you should have led with this. Cause I feel like the same with the horse, like the horse was nice cause you had better speed, but you had to, your attack was backwards. So you had to like do the whole mm-hmm. weird directional thing and run backwards to hit people until you got his run through speed. The gallop, uh, yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Gallop. And you can actually just go forward and hurt people. Uh, but yeah, right now I'm, I'm enjoying the slug. Uh, that's uh, one of my main veins. Mm-hmm. I, I love my slug. And uh, yeah, well, I've been uh, playing that, having fun here and there. Uh, obviously, Witcher Wednesdays are still happening. But we just defeat weird baby fucking fetus creature, algamy fucking the, garbage. The, the botchling. Oh, the so, you, so you're you're a bloody baron <laughs> you, right now. You, huh? you missed. You, he finished up the bo- bloody baron. The botchling last you night. you missed. Uh, yeah, the botchling. Wait, Feel so free. you finished the whole quest line? Yeah. The botchling. Uh, wow. he, so he. It w- for the most part, right? Because he uh, turned the botchling into the lubberkin, and then uh, he went and he found out what happened to the bloody baron's wife. Yeah, and talked and to him. So yeah, he kind of finished it. Yeah, he finished yeah. it off. So you're gonna finish it next. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. how you? So that is like that one giant bomb's best moment of the year. That game that the the year that came out was that quest line. Did not. I judging by your face for viewers that don't know. Preston r- literally physically recoiled into his seat. Well, it was. I think it was for the botchling itself. Yeah, it's the same face I saw when I saw the botchling for the first time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so did you? How, how did you feel about the storytelling in that side quest? It was good. It reminded me of something. I thought it was a Witcher um, TV show episode, but I think it was something else. But maybe the Witcher had something kind of like it, to no, where so, like a death of a baby kind of deal. Yeah, Preston, I know what you're talking about. In season in season one, no, it was the Witcher in season one. Okay. They don't go full blown into a botchling, but they do talk about. I forget exactly what it is, but it's in one of the early episodes. And like the, yeah, you know how that, he always yeah. dealt with like a monster in the first ten minutes of this episode. Mm-hmm. There was one where they talked about a uh, unborn baby that like still yeah. had a curse on it, but it wasn't not the it, same thing. It wasn't the same thing, but it's yeah. probably a nod to that. But yeah. Could could have been absolutely Very well been. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we played a bunch through that, and uh, yeah, hung out with. Uh, Went to the FAMO. Uh, Alex was there in chat, and then, uh, you know, Steph and Jake. So I appreciate you guys for showing up and hanging out with me. Uh, Alex got called out on more of his uh, different opinions, if you will. Uh, what Jake, did you get called J- out for? Jake said, episode J- one. Jake said that he loves episode one, and he'll he'll go to bat for yes, that. Yes, I and do he said, that. He said that uh, Clone Wars is – or, I'm sorry, uh, not Clone Wars. Uh, pod racing is great, and he said – Really, if you were just to take out the Anakin piece and the there's another piece, the Jar Jar piece, then it would have been a good movie. And I said, if you take out Jar Jar and Anakin, you're left with a 30 minute TV episode. And if I want to watch Star Wars TV, then I'll watch the cartoons because they're good. So pod racing is good. You're just wrong, man. It's not that good. It's not. Look, 10 out of 10 people we've pulled so far saying you're wrong. (laughs) I can find more if you want. Look, man. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, Witcher 3 has been a lot of fun. I appreciate everybody coming by and enjoying that. Um, I'm not archiving them super hard, um, but they are staying on there. So if you miss out on that day, you can always watch it later on that week. Um, but yeah, be back there next Wednesday. Uh, guess we're going after some more barren wackiness. Uh, yeah. Sounds like you'll, be, you'll probably be finishing it shortly when the show starts. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, at a certain point, it was just 9 o'clock. I'm like, yeah, let's just go ahead and stop. I, last thing I did was uh, it was that house that was on fire, and that elf lady was in there, and I saved her. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was on my way, and that's when like, I stopped. 
Um, last game that I dabbled in uh, would have been uh, Dying Light 2. I played an hour, hour and a half of Dying Light 2. Um, for what I understand, that's maybe a fifth of the intro tutorial. Uh, <laughs> I hear it's a so very long, long intro. Yeah, I hear Ugh. it's like one of those like hours yeah. long to get through all the tutorial, figure out how to play the game. There's a lot of parkour stuff, uh, a lot of learning the factions and combat and the nuances of the game. Uh, right now, I'm just I've jumped on some ledges. Uh, I've run away from some things. That's gotten some story out of it. Um, I will say that one thing has pulled me to play this a little bit more is the main voice actor is the same main voice actor from Beastars. Uh, so it's very familiar. It's pretty much the exact same fucking character as far as the voice. He's just playing in like what sounds like to be a young adult. Not, I mean, yeah, it's 20s, tw- late 20s kind of guy. Um, Christian's age, you know, young buck. I'm not. <laughs> he is the baby of the show. I, I am lit- I'm is. turning 30 in like next month. You ain't there yet, buddy. You ain't there yet. Yeah. So so I yeah. Well, I guess it depends if I make it through the night. You're you're currently closer to your early twenties than you are to your late thirties. So clearly, you're a baby. No, I'm closer. (laughs) That's just okay. Don't you like Fox News statistics your way out of this? I am going into my early thirties. How dare you? Yeah, but you're not there yet. I'm gonna be. Yeah. 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 Either way, um, yeah, it's nice to hear that voice actor and know who exactly what it was at the very beginning because uh, I love that show, Beastars. Um, but no, I've been uh, talking to my friend Steph. We're going to hang out, uh, try to do it once a week, do some co-op, see how that makes us feel a little bit better. Uh, she also said she felt like a little lackluster about it. She loved the first one, uh, but for some reason this one is just not grabbing her as much. <laughs> she, she was a little upset about uh, paying the full price for it. I'm like, I'm glad I gamified the shit out of this one. Um, so yeah, we'll see how uh, the uh, multiplayer goes. Us. Yeah, I, I do. Press you to apply for that I mean. shit. I don't know. Hey, I just I probably just need to reach out and be like just I, I literally said you just need to reach out and just be like, look, I'm your only subscriber. Give me a code. I'll put. <laughs> I, it I think if I put it that way, they probably won't like me as much if I say I'm the only a subscriber. It kind of sounds like I'm throwing some shade. I mean, hurts, <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> Preston, people still Preston will put the app application up there, and they'll be like, "Oh, cool! Like a gaming podcast wants to." Uh, Wants us to sponsor them, so like, let's give it a listen, and then they'll hear Preston just over and over talk about GameFly, and they'll be like, "This is dope." And then like every five seconds afterwards, it's Christian like, "Well, you are their only subscriber." They're gonna be like, "Fuck these guys, man." Yeah. <laughs> Christian, go, hey I... Preston, we'll actually we will we'll give you a full sponsorship and actually give you salary. Use it to fire Christian. No, I'll be like, you know what? Help me pay for some of the things like the the uh, our subscription based thing and. Uh, also, give a Christian a uh, a free subscription, and so he can be he swayed by the yeah. And then yeah. the next episode I come out, I'm like, look, Gamefly is great. Hey, man, you get the game you want a couple days later than release, and you, know, you can pay you for it. You know what I will cheaper. say? This is not an ad. I don't even. I don't know where my how my brain got here, but I will say <laughs> the cool thing that I do like about that service is that when they are done with games that are in circulation, they will sell them to people for a super huge discount. That's cool. Yep. I usually put those offers out because I think their website just does it all together. You don't have to be yeah. a subscriber to it. It's nope. just yeah, faster storefront. Yeah, oh, if, we, cool. if we want a subscription or a uh, sponsorship, we should probably do it now before physical media dies completely. So, yeah, yeah. we find they, they, they start using actually old ones. You can get like PS2 games, I think PS3 games think now. For oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's cool. I like that idea. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all the games I'm playing. Uh, so like, like I said, dabbled in Dying Light 2. Me and stuff will play a little more of that. Uh, 
And then, yeah, I haven't really done much else. I've been a kind of boring guy this week. Uh, finished Peacemaker. The finale came out today. It was day of recording. Did to finish it. Alex, get ready for the end. Fucking great. We're gonna, I think we'll probably try and watch it tonight, depending on what time we get done recording here today. Might, might be a little after, late. if so After we'll all the big action, all the fun stuff, like right at the end when they're walking away from whatever, whoever they are, great ending. Yeah, great I'm excited. fun little thing. Yeah, you'll enjoy it a lot. I feel like I feel like there was an exceptionally long break between the last episode and this one. I, I don't think know so why. too. Maybe it skipped a week. I yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. maybe That's Super Bowl over. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Cool. Uh, all right. right, that's it for me. Uh, my week is also short. Um, I am because I am not willing to start something new before I move because I know <laughs> I'm. You know, like when it comes to the move. There's going to be some time where we're going to be displaced in a hotel for a couple of days and I'm not going to have internet. And you know, when I get to the new house, who knows how quickly I'll get the internet. So it's just, you know, I don't want a perfect game will that be for what? Uh, sorry. Those words didn't come up. You know, nope. the perfect know game. Mean, that will be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, you. Metroid dread. Yeah. You're wrong. <sighs> I, I you can get about... on the switch. You won't need internet and it's short, but it's 60 bucks. It is sixty dollars. Yes, I did. So, about that. so if it was, if I had a physical copy, I would give it to you. <laughs> no, it's it's fine, and I have enough games on the Switch to keep me busy um, without. And honestly, I might just pack up the uh, the Series S and take it with me to the hotel and see how that goes. Right? You know uh, what you do? It's portable enough, so you download Oblivion, play Oblivion. Ooh, it's not a bad idea. So. Um, so I haven't wanted to start anything new for those reasons, which means I have been, I have been stuck in lost judgment, doing all the side stuff, trying to finish that up. Uh, you know, I played a good two hours of a brutal mafia detective game, um, doing nothing but a rhythm dance dance revolution sim <laughs> in a high school with a dance team what you do in those games that's that's what you do in those games sounds but, of course yeah yeah it is it's it's one of those karaoke not not yet it's it's just <laughs> not it's yet. one of those things in these games it's like this weird thing where it's like this game is so dope and then you hit moments you're like man i really hope somebody doesn't just walk in this room while i'm playing this and not <laughs> not because it's anything like sexual or whatnot you're just like this is ridiculous like i'm literally a 30 something man subbing in for some high school advisors leading their dance team. This I makes think, no sense. <laughs> I still think this is best summed up by that meme that I sent you guys where it, some hero edited it together. But I wanted to show it to Allie and I couldn't find it. Okay, I can resend it. I showed it to okay. Alexa and she started dying. But it's like, <laughs> the, the meme I sent you guys where it's like this, you know, this scene from an anime and uh, it's in Japanese. So they put, you know, English words on it that they weren't actually saying, but it's like talking like, you know, the Yakuza series is great because it's this in-depth story about like the real kind of struggles that some of these people go through and going through their organization. And it's like a really good look into those kind of things. And then the TV turns on and it's Kiryu and Majima like dancing and they're like in this little like in the karaoke bar and it's this very like J poppy song and it's this whole thing. And the guy behind the girl that said that is like uh, is this Yakuza? And then the girl's like, Daisy, she's like, hell yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. Um, but it's fun. So I'm trying to do all the side stuff just to finish this up. I'm on the final mission. I just haven't gone to do it yet. Yeah, um, clean up. And then other than that, 
I haven't played much. I've I've also enjoyed Witcher Wednesdays. I've had a lot of fun. Thank you yeah. for uh, everybody that has hung out in chat with us as we've been talking. Thank you for everybody that hung out in chat with me as I was also just typing in chat yesterday. Um, and thank you to mm-hmm. the people that aren't talking and just hanging out yeah. and watching, right? If you want to say hi, we, we would love you to say hi. But if not, hey, awesome. We have a lot of fun. Um, gotta, gotta love the lurkers. Hey, Amen. Any Twitch thing I watch, I don't really talk in chat unless I'm my friend, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, so and actually, I think I noticed somebody that was back for the second or third week that didn't that didn't say anything. They're just watching. Nice. So, like, thank you for that. Um, I've had a lot of fun watching you play it because I there are things that – the game is so dense. There are things that I forget that when you get to it, it's like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I'm super excited to see this again. Um, so, Christian, last night when he was playing – it was the botchling part, and right when so, essentially a quick spoiler on this bloody Baron side quest story is, yes. he was really terrible to his wife. His wife is gone. There's a curse on this house. It thing like things ensue, and essentially, there was an aborted baby that didn't get properly buried, and it turns into this thing that's called a botchling. This game is very yeah. Polish, and it has like a lot of Polish lore. Um, so you have to take care of this botchling to get rid of this, like, family curse and turn it into a lubberkin, which is an equally terrifying spirit that looks just like the botchling, but now it's a force ghost version, I think is what you said, Preston, and that is the best way to describe it. Like, it's still terrifying Mm -hmm. to look at. Yeah. Um, but he comes up, unfortunately, I was on, like, a 10-second delay for chat. <laughs> so he comes up to this thing with a bloody bear, and he, this botchly comes, like, crawling on its hands and knees, and it's and like, purple oh, no. and blood. It's just disgusting. And then you get a choice, and it's like, uh, grab the botchling or attack the botchling. And the options are longer, <laughs> but, like, essentially that's what it is. And I couldn't uh-huh. type fast enough, so... He clicked X because he's like, oh, no, what I do? I he clicked X. On, he's like, I'm going to kill it. And that's I just, gross. I finally typed and you see it pop through and it's like, well, that's not the option I would have chosen. And as <laughs> soon as he attacks it, I was like, it, it turns into this like level like 40 thing, right? Yeah. He's like level five. It turns this level 40 thing and he's attacking. He's like, oh, no, I'm doing nothing to this. Why is my swords not doing anything? <laughs> Which sword do I need to use? Why are these not working? Yeah. And I was just like. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, my option was significantly easier than this. And yeah, that's the game being like, hey, after we kill you for this, maybe try the other option. Yeah, and <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened. He tried the other option and went much smoother. It was funny. Fucking gross. Need um, to die. It needed to die. Well, and the funniest part about it needing to die is Geralt very distinctly says, we need to take it to its place of death and bury it properly. And then we can cleanse this thing. And, and like, like, fuck that. My the, that the one second after saying that, Preston's like, nah, I'm going to stab it. I ain't a witcher. I'm not, I don't yeah. know what he's talking about. I'm going to fucking kill this thing. It's fucking gross. Yeah. So, um, Didn't work that way. I've had a lot of fun watching that. Uh, and that was really my week, too. My week was very short. So, with that, I have a topic this week. I thought, you know, as one third of the owners of this podcast, I should eventually do some work and not rely on Christian to bring topics each and every week. Right. Because um, I've made him bring a couple the past few. But uh, I have a topic this week. I have been a, on a streak recently. You have been on a streak with some great topics. Um, but I have one I want to talk about. But before we dive into it, 
we are going to take a two minute break because I am going to send uh, these guys some homework that I'm going to have them watch a, a video. It's two minutes long. So it's about a game called Martha is dead. For those of you listening, this would be a great opportunity to pause this podcast and go to YouTube and watch the trailer for Martha is dead. Because that's what we're going to talk about. You can click on the link in our social media post because this will be on there. Or at least in Twitter because Alex will forget. But yes, yes. um, the Twitter link will have it. So uh, we're going to pause here and watch this and we'll be right back. All right, so um, if you had a chance to go watch this, watch that video, uh, welcome back. If not, I want your, without context, right, because I've told you nothing about what this topic is actually about tonight, um, just watching that video, what are your thoughts on the game Martha is Dead? I think it's coming out for PlayStation and Xbox, um, so it's, you know, console game. What do you think about it? You want me to go or you want to go, Preston? I'll go really quick. Uh, it looks spooky as hell. Probably not my style because I probably piss my pants. I'll watch somebody else play it, and I have no idea what the fucking gameplay of this is. Okay. So for me, it seemed like it was. It seemed like it was trying to evoke, um, like an indie style horse, like a Slender Man kind of vibe. Um, so that, you know, uh, it was definitely a walking simulator. Like you know. Okay. You, your interaction with the world is very clearly like I'm going to go here and do, th- but I have no, no power to fight back, no no way to do anything. I'm just going from point to point and trying to do whatever it is that I need to do. Um, is it yeah pulling like an inscription thing with the tarot cards? Mm-hmm. I think thinking. the premise was a little weird. Like I thought the pre- like I don't. It's like weird how they set it up where they're just like. You know, talking to some kid and then being like, sometimes people can love each other too much, and then the bad stuff happens, and you're like, okay, like, cool. Like, I don't know. I sounds like a Jedi to me. So, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I was trying to think about why I thought that was like so pretentious and weird, and I and you saying that, that would I, be it's it. definitely like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. It. it it is a, it's not a walking sim per se, but it is like that first person kind of mist, like, which I guess mist okay. was kind of a walking sim. So yeah. um, it, it is similar to that. It does look like they're invoking some of the occult um, by misusing tarot, right? Like it's like True. tarot cards don't work that way to invoke evil spirits, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so it is an indie game as well. Um, but here's here's the thing. That game was supposed to come out uh, tomorrow, I believe. It's actually going to come out a week from now because... They're going to launch it right with Elden Ring. That's yeah. Old. Not their decision. Um, Sony Obviously. said they're not going to l- release it without some censorship. And this censorship has actually led to them having to cut entire sections of the game due to, quote, disturbing images. And Word. what okay. I want what I want to talk about tonight, and it's something that's plagued games for a long time, is censorship in video games, which oh I consider to be art. Yeah. Oh boy. Right. So, because, and here's how I want to lead off this conversation. 
I, we're going to talk about some games, and I'm going to you know give a list of a few games that have been censored sure, sure. famously and stuff. A lot of censorship happens due to localization, right? Yep. Like, uh, you know, Christian, there's a game we talked about not long ago in China where they removed, like, all the bones in the entire game, like a dungeon. Yeah. Don't like skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, it was but, like, yeah, they, used to, they it's like a religious thing. Like, they've just, like, it's like a belief system. Like, cultural yep. skeletons equal bad. Like, you don't. Yep. Yeah, it, w- World of Warcraft, like, had all their blood removed, and it was either turned green or black instead of yep. red. Like, so there's a lot of censorship that that happens due to the localization. So I don't want to focus on that. I do want to focus on some of the larger censorship that actually leads to changes in game play, and we've seen it in the past in games like Call of Duty. Call of Duty had one famous level we'll talk about here in a minute. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about it solely... The Russian based, level, right? Yep. Solely based on our experience here in America, right? Because we don't live in other countries. We don't live in any other cultures. So based on our culture is how I want to talk about this censorship piece. Because when it comes to a lot of things, when it comes to our art, when it comes to our TV shows and other stuff, like we are a fairly liberal country and what we will allow people to see. Sometimes. For For the most part. Right, like yeah. we're pretty open to that stuff, or, or at least among the top of what a lot of countries sure. will let in. So, sure, that's what I want to talk about today: is censorship in video games, because you know, does it does it and can it go over the top? Um, I don't. We don't know what we don't know what they're having to cut for this game, and so how I much actually, or how little. I know what this is now. Okay, um, so. Uh, I did not know the title, but what I knew that there was a horror mm-hmm. game. I know what it is. Do you know? Because um, I haven't found anywhere where they officially said what they were cutting. Yeah. So what they're cutting is, and because Sony, uh, it, this this story broke on Giant Bomb for and anybody wants to go. Okay, and let me I say this: and, listen to that episode. And, and the reason that this topic around censorship came up is because the interesting piece to me is that Sony is asking them to censor it, but it is not being censored on Windows and Microsoft. Yeah, so that, and I think that probably makes sense, um, and mo- mostly because Sony, although most of their profits are made in America, and it is, it is more and more every year becoming an American company, uh, it is still at its core a Japanese company with yeah. Japanese values. Um, so the 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 thing they're censoring is some like really high level torture shit. Um, so like. You end up in a section, have to like cut into somebody's like bowels and like pull apart intestines and like then like really get into like ripping apart like somebody's yeah. face or cutting off their face. Like you're doing the actions, if I remember correctly. It's like you're you were the one like leather facing their fucking face off and and doing weird shit like that. Which I would I could only imagine that you are either a taken over by the dead character that maybe has possessed you or B reliving memories of potentially the, past, the story yeah, they were telling. There, there's right? no context for that part. Cause you're not, it's, it's not a manhunt game. You're not the no. murderer in this game. Um, going around, but so. from what I understand, the graphic, like some of the, some of it has leaked out on the internet. I haven't watched it cause I have no desire to. Um, but, uh, the people have compared it to like Serbian film, level of gore so for those who don't know like don't i this is a public service announcement do don't. not google what i'm about to tell you 
but um, there are that like there's those things that you can look up that are notorious for showing extreme levels of uh, like body gore. I think um, the only one I've heard of is the Begotten. I think what it's called. Maybe Wait, like, yeah. black and white. People thought they actually used actual cadavers for some other weird shit. Yeah, um, it was that old. Like it's there's some. Really uh, there right. was also something apocalypse, right? It was where they were in the Amazon and they were apocalypse taken. Now? No, 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 no. Not apocalypse. It, it was another indie gore film. Oh, okay, yeah, back yeah. in the day, that was quote um, unquote banned in America, which clearly was not banned in America. Yeah, um, but cannibal, cannibal, something. That's what it is. Cannibal yeah. But they yeah, go, yeah. They, so they notoriously go very far into what most people would consider the discomfort zone as far as their level of gore. Um, and that's, that's the level that this game has in some of its sections. What I didn't know, though, is that Microsoft is not doing it. And they're letting them keep it in. Which, that's very and, interesting. And, and this is what I want to talk about, right? Because... If Microsoft is not censoring it and the game did not receive higher than a mature rating, right? Because if it was really bad, they could have given it an AO rating and just yeah. essentially killed it for the most part. And I'll I personally believe but that. They, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. But they're, Sorry. but they're only giving it a mature rating and Microsoft isn't asking them to censor it. So to me, I believe that it's either a, not as bad as I, I, I probably believe it's actually not as bad as you think. And that it, is probably more along the lines of a, a media. Like, look, we know how the internet works, especially when it comes to like, well, just all media, but games too. Like everything needs clicks and everything needs views. Yeah. So I feel like there's a better chance this is probably being blown out of proportion than it being that bad. I, so you could be correct. What I will say is that the and we'll we can talk about this all there, but the two of us or the three of us, I should say, but the two of you know that we all have a friend who is very into the internet. That we both know who we're talking about here, or we all know who we're talking about here, and he confirmed that it was on that level, and so in in matters such as these, I trust his judgment. <laughs> but it very well could be the case. I really, I don't know. Personally, I think that in the case of this this particular thing, the ESRB should have just slapped that bad boy with an AO and let it rock. But yeah. if, if I, I should say, they should have done that if it is in fact at that level. Like, if, if it truly, like, because I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, do what Preston finds, and I'm not going to deal in an absolute here, but uh, um, I, if it is in fact at that level, I think that that is more than deserving of an AO rating. That's what it's there for. And that you can use that, and then people can then be informed on their purchase, and people who don't care or are into that, then they can go do it. And for people who like are not super into high levels of gore, can immediately go pass. Well, so before we dive too much further into this game, because I do want to talk about a, a few of the things you said, I want to talk yeah. about the ESRB AO ratings that really don't exist in this country, right? At we all. don't have any AO games. I think the last um, one that got one was exist. hatred. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's literally more of like a, a way to stop games from coming out than it is as a rating system. Yep. Um, so I want to talk about that. I want to compare possibly what's in there to some other forms of media and then just kind of share our general feelings on the censorship. Before we get there, let's talk about some games that have famously been censored uh, in ways that actually ask things to be removed. And the first one I have here is actually, I think, kind of a cheat, but it popped up on every list of famous games that were censored, which is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas yep, and hot the coffee. hot coffee, right? Sure. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar, you can do a lot of things in Grand Theft Auto games. You can shoot people, you can hijack people, you can steal their car, you can sell drugs, you can do a lot of things. And in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, you can have sex with Yeah, they well, and they incorporated a brand new, uh, I guess I'm going to call it a well-being system. But really, like you could play basketball, you could get stronger, you could build your agility, you could lift weights, and of course, you could go on. You dates. could be shredded, or you could get fat. Like, yeah, exactly. And you could go on dates, and those dates oftentimes ended in sexy time, if you will. Now, they did not show this. It just happens in the house, and they make some noise. But through a mod, people were able to access and data mine some of that information, and you could then see inside of the house, and you could play a mini-game. That, that mod was restoring what the developers were calling hot coffee at the time, which was... They, there, like there was a version of San Andreas that that was that was a feature. Like you yeah. were able to go in and yes, watch yourself go to town on somebody. But as much as I will never defend Rockstar, they pulled that out probably because at the time Grand Theft Auto was already getting a lot of heat. Just yeah, I mean, in like you know, for for people who don't know, like I mean, when we were growing up, like. That game was in the court, the U.S. court system. Yeah, consistently, and and it was at this time, San Andreas right off the heels of Vice City, because three is what really got popular, and then it started to get those lawsuits and show up like in Congress. Yeah, and then Vice City came in even hotter and sold even more because of it. So that and San Andreas were like the high point of the public frenzy, along with other games that were out at the time. that led to this. So it was already in hot water, but clearly because of the ESRB and some of those ongoing congressional suits, they pulled that out. So yep. I don't actually find this one to be fair because it actually required extra work to go in and restore something the devs pulled out. Yeah, and but it I, was and it was never that it was never officially asked of them. They did it so that they didn't have to deal with it later. Yeah, I agree with you. That's a I, I like I people bring it up, but I agree with you. Yeah. Now, one I do think is fair. This was some self censorship, so this was not an industry censor. Um, Metal Gear Solid Two, a game that I had not played. I know Metal Gear Solids. I've seen them all, but I've never played this one personally. Um, Metal Gear Solid Two was released in November of two thousand and one, so only two months after nine eleven. And in the game, War, there, yes. was, there was a scene where. Uh, the plane crashed and it crashed into the Statue of Liberty and the Federal Hall National Memorial. Um, and they pulled that out. And then apparently at the very end of the game, there was like live video, not live, but like it's fake. It's like found fake found footage. Th- yeah. Thank you. Fake found footage of the world trade center. Right. Yep. Um, so I think in good taste, cause our, we were not yeah. ready for that at the and, time. They pulled and, that out. Yeah, and Kojima is famously very 
mindful like he I mean, like you know it's not a secret like, he loves western culture like his yeah. his yes. his whole thing is 80s action flicks like he he believes that's truly like a for whatever reason a renaissance of american culture is like the 80s action film apex of cinema for him yeah seriously it, it really he does it is, believe yeah. that so um it that one was it was a for sure thing like as soon as it happened I'm sure he was already paying attention to that, and he was like, well, "I am taking this shit out of my game." Right. It also, as a side note, absolutely proves Kojima's ability. That he predicts to, the future. He 100%. predicts the future. Yeah, yes. he's a dangerous human being. <laughs> yes, and, but he, he also has to be protected because we'll never know otherwise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we will we'll never be prepared for what can come if we don't yes. have Kojima games. That's fair. He tried um, to warn us about COVID, and we didn't listen. That's yeah. there. You go. That's true. Uh, so, so the next one, um, this actually didn't happen here in the U.S. I just think it's fun. It's The Witcher 3 was uh, toned down. And this is a story that was actually covered really well in a, the Noclip documentary of The Witcher game being made. And it, it all had to do with the controversy of Yennefer's butt in the very beginning of the game, in the very opening cut scene. Ugh. She's laying on a chair showing her butt. Yes, And in Japan... They, you cannot show the butt in Japan. It was a very big what? deal, so it was toned yeah. down a bit. Um, also, you can have multiple relationships in that game, and you get kind of shows cards and to, like tells you a little bit about your relationship in the menu. I guess and the cards can sometimes get naked. Apparently, they were much worse before. And yeah. somebody <laughs> look, man. Well, that's because the in the first and second games, they're basically like porno mag screenshots. <laughs> And I mean, you know, straight up, like, yeah. I, you know, it, 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 that's literally what they are. They're just porno mag screenshots that somebody did in watercolors and was like, like, especially because in the first and second games of The Witcher, you can go, it, it you can have tons of relationships with people. Um, and so it's just basically like, yo, here's this chick you banged, bam, like, that's it. Yeah, the that that Polish dev team has uh, never like, shot yeah, away. Play Witcher One right now. They have they have <laughs> never shot away from yeah. sex in their game. That is that is for sure. Yeah. Um, also, maybe one day we'll just make a topic on how awkward it must be for those actors to mocap sex scenes. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so because that has to happen, that's a thing. Here's one that was interesting. I actually never knew this one. Um, both uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask had a censorship. Um, Ocarina of Time in the printing versions 1.0 and 1.1, Ganon's blood was red, but in 1.2 and forward, it's green. Kind of fun yep. fact. So if you had like an OG cartridge, you might be a red. That's cool. Nintendo um, loves doing that shit. They did it with more combat back in the day on their console versions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Majora's Mask, not quite as cool. Um, the, the Skull Kid, his face was originally covered in black and they changed it to be more of a wood because yeah, that checks out. We're not down with blackface. Not not yeah, a good country. Very much is. Yeah, yeah, not a not a good thing. Um, so it it was uh, taken out. Um, and then let's see a couple others. There are a lot of games that are banned in other countries. Like Wolfenstein had censorship of like all the Nazi logos being covered in black. Yep. That makes sense, right? Because they've 
done much better than some other countries, ahem, ahem, at getting rid of Nazism, and at least the, the thought and talk and continuing ongoing yep. conversation around it. Um, there are other games like Battlefield being banned in certain countries. Makes sense. Not down with the war against their countries and reliving that yeah. stuff. I get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, like, especially the one you're talking about, like, with, because Battlefield did a World War One game, mm-hmm. and there were parts of Europe that just said, hey, man, this is still very real. Like, we still have huge trenches that we have to deal with going, like, because this shit is they never left. So, no. Yeah. And it's not just it's not just other countries that ban games for that sort of thing. Medal of Honor in 2010 was forced to uh, censor one of their games because they stupidly let you just play as the Taliban if you wanted to. Don't know why. Which is actually very funny because Ali and I were having a conversation. We were listening to a podcast the other day where somebody made a comment about that in video games. Like I don't. I even said I was like I don't know of any game that lets you just play as like a Nazi or like a Taliban and like. There you go. Great example, which is like, I'm sure you don't know all games. I'm sure it exists, and of course it does, right? I still have the PS3 copy of that game as mostly as a, uh, a history piece thing. Like, it is shocking the way that game was created and made, and and the way that it... I could do, like, a whole deep dive on the weird stuff about the game. Like, the way so the their special force in the game are called like the tier one operators and they're just like shown as like fucking bros that have like nice beards, smoke as a cigar, and just happen to fucking dome people for fun, man. Like it, they <laughs> of they course. really it's because so, Medal of Honor was like essentially just dead military I mean, propaganda the, for a long time. Like, hey, well, so, you want to shoot people and be in the military? Come come play this game, come join us. Yeah, Medal of Honor was basically before was just all World War II games. Mm-hmm. Like it was just they it was literally just, yo, check out how good we made D-Day this time with the power yeah. of whatever console we're on. Like it's literally just that same shit over and over again. And then Call of Duty Modern Warfare happened. And the whole industry was basically put on notice, and it was like, we have to do something. So, like, well, we've got an idea. We'll make it even more modern military. We'll just go to today. <laughs> and they, like, were, like, wheeled out, like, actual Navy SEALs on stage at E3. And they're like, "Yeah, these are the fucking yeah. guys, you guys. Like, we got them in the game, and they consulted us the whole way tell you how cool was the way we killed people and then it was like but yes in the early versions of that game you could just straight up play the taliban and i don't i don't remember what they changed the name to but it is they did the the least possible cleanup like it literally they just changed the name of the enemy team the designs the weapon like you and i mean this when you play as that team you actually start in like a white robe with a turban and your starting weapon is an AK-47. Yeah. Hey man. Uh, yeah. That that's all of our to be fair, that's what most people think all of our enemies look like. So, yep. you know. Not not a not a they they knew the audience they were catering to. Yeah, is all it's I'm mostly saying. everybody that lives in your state. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, and then there were some other interesting ones that, like, games that were censored that I never even knew were censored. A lot of them Final Fantasy games 
Final mm-hmm. Fantasy in Japan, especially in the early days in 3, 4, 5 and stuff, had way more nudity than you would expect a pixel game to have. Especially nudity that follows sometimes games that have uh, teenagers in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it was it was interesting. And then um, in one of our favorite games in Final Fantasy IX, they cut out a lot of the cursing and the, the jokes, which I'm actually more disappointed about, but it is what it is. So... I got one more. Yeah. Aladdin from Nintendo to Sega. Aladdin did not have a sword in Nintendo, but did have a sword in Sega. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a better version one. of it. So it, that's an interesting point, Preston, because a lot of these games, the ones we didn't talk about, um, most of them were during Nintendo's, uh, they had a name for it, but it was essentially like their very clean phase, their safe oh. phase. Where child friendly phase, yeah, 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 yeah. family friendly phase. Um, and there was a name for this, but it was like that's where Mortal Kombat had their blood color changed from like red to green, and that's where a lot of games had like weapons taken out or just you know the gore taken out. Um, there's one same thing with like Primal Roar, yeah, and and there were there were some games where like you could dismember people in a fighting game and like that was taken out completely, so like that wasn't even an option. Um, Nintendo has a long history of that. Yeah, but, it it made it so that those games on Nintendo were the objectively like worst place yeah. to play those games. Yeah. yeah, I mean to be fair, nobody could get past the first few levels in Aladdin anyway, so it wasn't that big of a deal. But yeah, uh, so hey, just press start. A B B A B B A. Select baby. You go to the next level. <laughs> Amazing that you still remember like the impression the game has on you. It's just a baba yeah. in button form. So that. <laughs> Again, that's what I want to dive into is censorship, and we're going to look at this just from the realm of, of our country because yeah. we get it. Stuff happens, and, and I don't want to just – I don't care if a game has blood color changed. Like, that doesn't impact yeah, your whatever, gameplay sure. or, like, you know, if a sword is taken out of a game where you barely use it, you mostly jump over stuff. Like, I get it. It's dumb, but it doesn't affect your experience. However, with this game, Martha is Dead, uh, with some other games. There was even some stuff cut out of Life is Strange too, that equaled to like 10 seconds of gameplay. That wasn't much. But like there are games out there that have been censored in a way. Um, this one in Call of Duty that could affect your gameplay, right? Because we don't know how long these sections are and how they actually impact emotionally, viscerally, whatever the, the story that they're trying to tell. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with Call of Duty, which game was it? It was Modern Warfare Two. Two, right? So Modern Warfare Two, there's a the very first mission of the game is called No Russians, and yep. literally you are a terrorist group, you and like seven people, and you're walking through an airport and you are just mowing down civilians. Like your objective is literally like as many as kill, you can kill them all, kill yep. them all, and you're shooting civilians, and it's it is a very graphic level um but that was actually not taken out of the game nope what the way they handled that was that treyarch at the time uh it would have been infinity In ward, infinity ward because they were bouncing back and forth they were because treyarch was black ops yeah they were maybe. bouncing back and forth I don't know, so. But. so the way infinity ward handled that was i, I remember this too because i bought the game late it had already been out for a while um and there is a disclaimer at the very beginning of the game that says hey this first mission has is a very graphic scene depicting uh, graphic violence against civilians. And it essentially describes, without giving away the full nature of what the level is, of what you're going to do. 
and it says, would you like to play or would you not? Now, that's an interesting way of handling it because in my, in, in my opinion, and that's, this is also an interesting point, and this is why I want to talk about this. So when I think about that level, I play that level as a kid because when you give a disclaimer to a child, clearly it's like, okay, like yeah. let me play it, right? Which then begs the question, like, was that the right, like, should I have played it at that age? Probably not. Did it affect me personally? No. I am what I like to consider somewhat more stable and was as a child, but for other people, like, that could have been super, super triggering or very, very troubling. So I don't know that just saying, like, hey, here's a disclaimer, play it or not at your own will is the best option. I also don't know that if that's the story they wanted to tell, it should have been removed, but it would not have affected the story if you would have kicked off the game in the second level as the character you're going to play throughout, and it started off with, like, a news briefing or an intel briefing yep. telling you what happened. So, yes. So I agree. Like, I think... Sorry, I, here, are we, do you get more? Go ahead. So I... The... My, my opinion on, on that particular level is... I personally believe that it was added for shock value, especially during that time. Like, you know, cause there's a lot of people e- either now or listening to this in the future that might not have even been around for that, that part of the industry. Right. But like games, especially first person shooters back then were, they were the king. I mean, they still are to it a was, large degree, but that was early 360. Was it not? Yeah. It was. Um, It was the 360 PS3 era. Yeah. But um, they were the genre. Like, if your game did not have some sort of gun mechanic in it, like, if you did not have a gun as your main weapon, you could have kissed commercial success goodbye, basically. I mean, like... You know, and I personally like I. There's tons of great JRPG, all sorts of games that came out during that time. They all flopped in comparison, even in some wells, some that did good. You know, like, um, and they consistently had to be updated or, or upping the ante against each other because the 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 genre was expanding just as quickly, really as 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 the hardware industry was. And so you had people drawing lines between their favorite, like it it became almost a console war, like type mentality, like people who played battlefield, people who played call of duty, people who played gears, people who played Halo. Like it was a, it was a thing where you're like, I'm, this is my, I play this game and people who like call of duty are more smelly than me or, you know, whatever. And, but that's how it was. Like it was, it really, they, people, did not they drew lines like that and because of that these these companies would up the ante in multiple different ways on what they were going to show right so it'd be like you know battlefield would go for hyper realism like there was like their whole thing was like we are going to show you the most hyper realistic version of these weapons and there we're going to like put in bullet drop and all these, you know, real life military things to really let you simulate what it's like to be a fucking military person. 
Whereas Call of Duty was going more towards the story route. They were trying to show shocking things on the screen and tell like a interesting campaign or story around those. So like like Modern Warfare One's ending is a great example um, where you set a nuke off on yourself to end like whatever conflict it was that you were. You have to kill yourself basically. And it's the hey the, sec- whole- the second one you also die you just happen to throw a knife and take out the guy with you actually yeah, they did the yes. same thing in Black Ops one too they actually they did the same ending for all of those yeah. games yes I mean as it went on it was very clear what their thing was but in the beginning it was novel because it never had happened before right and so that's why with all of that to say that I believe that this game did that scene sure, purely as a shock value piece where they wanted. They wanted to do this because they knew that it would get people to talk about the game and get them for free publicity. Because you're right, Alex, there's zero reason that you had to be the one controlling going through a crowded airport and killing people that are begging and pleading you to stop and screaming and crying and running and doing all these things and you're just like, oh no, no, let me go find Timmy with the with the balloon so I can fucking dome him and get a three sixty no scope on him. Like you don't there's no reason for that. Like you can just start the next level as the American soldier and be like so many civilians were killed in a terrorist attack today and then blah 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 and then your the leader comes over and goes those are our fucking targets, boys. Blah blah blah. And you're you're given a you're given the exact same thing. You are able as the player to look at that and go, I know that this these people did something very bad, and now our mission is to kill them. Bam, like that. I know the game. Yeah, just and, as motivated. You you didn't need to actually play that person's yes. perspective. You'd be just yeah. as motivated. Like to I I personally like I think it in in that particular case of that game, and I can talk more about it once we move on to the general topic of of censorship but um in that in that game specifically i think that they did the the most bare minimum they had to do to get people off their back but um they did that purely as a once this scene goes out and people start talking about it because this is a, a, again just at the very beginning of when people were sharing videos about games, like, like in, in a in a more akin fashion to how they do it now. Like, there has always been videos, but like when we were growing up, it took four hours to download a six minute interview yeah. of somebody. You know what I mean? Like some sweet so, Final Fantasy AMV with Lincoln Park. Hell yeah! It took me three days to download that shit. Yeah, and you're seeing it off LimeWire, <laughs> and you're sitting there downloading it for three days, and you finally come home from school, and you know it's down, and you watched it for three minutes, and you're like, "Holy shit!" But like, but, kids will never. Kids today, uh, I love saying that now. <laughs> I know. Kids today will never understand downloading a ten-song album over the course of four hours. Yeah, yeah, and and hoping that it was actually what you wanted—the right album, yeah, yeah. and not yeah. something else. Um, not Madonna yelling at you about yeah. stealing her music. Yeah, exa- yeah. So, um, they did that purely because they knew that it would get people to start talking about their game, and when it hit teenagers, who, will be honest, are not supposed to be playing M-rated games, 
No, but no. that is who they're marketing uh, to. It should be technically 17, right? That is the yeah. ESRB is the teenager. Um, 17, yeah, 17, 17 and up. Yeah. So, yeah, so older. But the, it's marketed towards 13-year-olds. Like, that is who yep. it's marketed towards. And they know that if they were to take that out of the game completely, those kids, they then have to try to figure out a different way to market it to them on a different merit of their game, right? And not just like, yo, did you guys see this fucking level where you get to go through and shoot people in an airport? It immediately you got wanna, people talking and everything like that. The unfortunate part about that, too, is if you look back at those Call of Duty games, because that was the heyday of Call of Duty, Yeah, that multiplayer stands on its own. Like, that, they had some yeah. of the best maps. It had a great community Dude, around the co-op mode, it. Was, the co-op mode in Modern Warfare 2 is untouched. It's, it's, it's fantastic. So, like, it's not even... You don't know the way a game's going to take off before it launches, so I know you want to you want to hedge your bets to success as much as you can. Yeah. But that game, just the multiplayer alone, could could have carried that thing to incredible market success. Yeah, like I don't like Call of Duty at all, and I remember playing online versions like the of Modern Warfare Two and being like, this this is fun. Yeah. Preston, thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, I have thoughts on the general ideas of censorship, but uh, as far as specific games like this, it's, yeah, I mean, it's unnecessary as far as those things don't need to be in there. Um, does, does someone need to bear their censor that? I think so. Uh, but the whole censorship to me is that's what's in the rating. Like you talked about the whole AE or whatever it is, the AO, uh, rating. It's, I think something that gratuitous and like the way, same thing with the, uh, Martha's Dead or whatever the the game you just showed us, that is uh like the things they took out of that like that sounds way not up my alley. Like the game itself didn't sound like my kind of thing. It sounded like too scary and uh, crazy for me. But then you started mentioning the torture scenes and what you have to do in that kind of stuff and why it's taken out. I'm like, yeah, I'm really glad someone was there to say, you know what, maybe not, yeah. maybe take this out because it's either not in uh, currently not in in good uh, not standing. Uh, but whatever you want to say is it's good just, taste. It's not, yeah, good taste. Yeah, not in good taste. Um, and then there's also some certain things like you know you still want to go back on. Um, PlayStation will never re-release Persona Three. You want to know why? Because for you to unleash your persona, it wasn't tearing off your mask like it was in four and five. It was you took a gun shooting to your yourself head. on the head. Yeah. Yep. So that will never be released. Uh, that has a whole new meaning behind it nowadays for people and the sensitivity. They want, I mean, they str- they want to pretend that game doesn't exist. Yeah, no, yeah, that game doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I think mm, I, I don't think they even released re released any of the like, the the, uh, the whatever the music one was the uh, rhythm game or uh, was there an arena yeah, for three? No, they nope, no. Okay. Yeah, there was no fighting game or music game. You can unlock a version of the the protagonist's costume Mm -hmm. in Persona 5 Dancing All Night. Yeah. And I think you get their costumes in the Persona games and maybe like their like uh, personas. You can Uh, get their personas. That's it, though. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Or the school uniform, if you will. The interesting thing about that, before I give my take on the Call of Duty piece here, too, a little bit, because I have something else to say there. The interesting thing about the Persona one is I get why they try and act like the game doesn't exist. And, like, look, shooting yourself in the head to unlock a Persona is in terrible taste. But yes. with that being said, it it's it's just different in Japan. Like, guns aren't legal in Japan. 
right? So when somebody shoots themselves in the head in in that game, it is more of a fantastical idea to them. Excuse me. Yeah, it's not, more not, of yeah. a fantastical idea to them than it is to us, where we live with gun violence every day. And and not to, I'm not going to like sit here and get political. And not gun so much violence, gun violence, but, but suicide with guns. Right. It. I mean, it. Yeah. It. It's the leading leading cause of gun death in our country. Yeah. Um, I've known too so, many people. Yeah. So again, like I, I get why that would be censored because it is the cultural localization of things. Mm-hmm. But I also see why, to the devs at the time in Japan, it probably wasn't as shocking. And and sure. as it is here. you know it, exactly what you said. Like Japan is different in terms of those things, for better and for worse. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yes, they don't deal with gun violence as much, and so something like that is fine and it you know doesn't really get on their radar they're also really way more okay with sexuality towards children and young teens and i mean like this will come up in my take about general censorship but um like that's fucked up right like i you know that but and then you know that you know people could argue that that's because i grew up here and i live in here i think that it's just Wrong. Maybe I believe that personally it's me saying that it's weird to treat children as sexual objects, but hey, you know, whatever. So, yeah. So when it comes to also not to just like glide right by that because that makes it sound yeah, like I'm no, totally okay. With whatever. No, no, I, no, uh, it's, so, it's not, no, I was saying, no, I was just, I was, I was agreeing with you that yes. it, they, they just, I mean, like we, we alluded to the joke earlier, but this is also the same country that still allows blackface. Like, yeah. So they just do that like as a funny gag and it's like, but they are, it's they because are they oddly don't... okay with Nazi culture. We joke about that in Jojo, how like, yeah. it's, yeah, they treat them as caricatures. Like it's yeah. like, it's yeah. Jokey, it's a weird place. Fun, fun. Yeah. No, it's a weird place. No. I still want to go super weird place. Yep. Um, yep. so when it comes to the call of duty thing, like I'm Tori, I, I don't think that needed to be there at all to enhance your story. And it was for shock value. But at the same time, if if you are a creative and this is the story you want to tell, then I don't think it should be taken out because there are consequences to every action. Like and if the, the con- slope thing. Yeah, and if the consequence to your action is that nobody buys your game because of a decision you made, well, such is life, man, right? Like, yeah. And there are, things, yeah. there are things in place to help with that. So from what we mentioned earlier with all the congressional acts in the 90s came the ESR, ESRB. And the ESRB is uh, a rating system that video games use that span from every E for everyone, which is essentially E, every Nintendo game. Um, E10. Actually, I think one of those random Nintendo games recently had an E10 rating, which I thought was interesting. Pretty sure uh, Bayonetta is not for E. I think Bayonetta yeah. is teen. Yeah. Bayonetta is not. But the, yeah, that's fair. But it's platinum. <laughs> um, also Nintendo. Is it straight Nintendo first part? It well, is. They not, oh, it no, is yeah, exclusive. they bought them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, oh, they well, bought Bayonetta. Fair. They bought Bayonetta. Yeah. Yeah. So you have E10, so everyone 10 and older, which to me is not everyone if it's 10 and older. You have They never e use that. I've they never don't. seen them use that. Um, you have T for teen, makes sense, right? Sure. You have mature, which yeah. actually says 17 plus on it. Yeah. And then you have oh, AO, right. which is adults only. Um, 
and that's one that exists in the world, but Just really for does leisure not. Shoot Larry. Oh, I think like it I does said. it though. Leisure, leisure, <laughs> leisure shoot suit. Holy crap! Leisure <laughs> suit Larry yeah. is not Ao, is it? Because we don't have. We currently uh, don't have any. Some of them got close. Some not there. They yeah. did. Yeah. They got okay. close, but they never got it. Cut some stuff. Okay. They might. I think the last game that I know cool. that got Ao was uh, Hatred. Wait. What? What? The guy game. Did the guy game get Ao? Remember the guy no, game? Was the guy, the crappy, guy game like, did not get AO, which is what? amazing. Okay, so first of all, let's take a step back that. here real quick um, and, and talk to our audience just real fast. So <laughs> AO is adults only, and it's exactly what it sounds like, right? It's it's 18 and older because there's a high chance of extreme violence and sex, whether it's just nudity. Um, if you grew up in the years we grew up, then you are very familiar with the late night commercials of um, uh, uh, what was the what was the girls raising their t shirts? Girls gone. Girls, wild. girls gone wild. wild. Thank yeah. you. I knew it was gone dude, wild. We grew up in the nineties. So, so fucking crazy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so fuck. Yeah, it, I, I tell you what, we have a very enlightened youth culture in this country. Um, that has lived through me too. And, and people are very willing to talk about mental health and other things. The nineties were a walking HR issue. Yes. Dude, everything like, about it is so it, problematic. So looking back, it literally on it, come you go ahead. I was just, just cause it's so crazy. Like looking back on it, man, girls gone wild was the most problematic thing i can ever think of but when you're a kid and it pops up on the screen no 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 not when you're a kid when you're a 13 year old or yeah sorry boy okay just so we're clear 13 year old boy in the 90s is a kid but that's whatever like um but you all like you you're just sitting there and you're looking at the tv and you're just like damn boobs like your just brain, put stars over top of them. So, so for those that are familiar, it it's literally it, and that's it. Like, yeah. it, but it when you when you are older and you like hear the stories from like these women, and then like, or you hear the stories from like the men that worked there and what they did and how they got it to happen. It's so gross. You're just like. Dude, you should be in jail for a thousand years. You're uh, such a scumbag. Like, pretty sure so he did go to jail for a while. Yeah, that <laughs> one guy. Yeah. He he did. He yeah. did the the, the, the guy, CEO. Yeah. He, he went to jail. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So without oh, diving too but, deep into it, people weren't familiar. Come about ten, eleven o'clock at night. There was an infomercial for VHSs you could order because that's how the world worked back then. And these VHSs <laughs> were essentially dudes in black shirts with video cameras that said like "Boob Patrol" or something stupid. I don't know what they said, but they would walk in and say, hey, we're Girls Gone Wild, and they would walk into essentially, like, bars and, and screen breaks and where people were drunk and would just give get girls allegedly over the 18 to lift their shirts. And that's what that's literally what it was. Like, lift their shirts. It was a flash. Bam. Um, and it came out years later that not all of them were of age. Shocking. And I think that guy did go to jail. Or at least he, he fled the country because I don't think he lives in America anymore. Anyway. The guy game, this is a roundabout way of saying, the guy game was that. The guy game was uh, a video game where it was a trivia game. You would answer questions. If you got enough of them right, a girl flashed her shirt, and it was almost like literal footage of Girls Gone Wild. That game did not get an AO rating. Did uh, BMX XXX get an AO rating? 
I have the list of games here that have AO ratings. <laughs> okay, okay. I like to hear this. It's list, not yeah. as long as you think it is, and probably not, not as long as it long. should be. Yeah. So, so even Leisure Leisure Suit Larry, which I'm not going to be able to say tonight. Um, <laughs> that game is is a cartoon. It's a very cartoony, but yeah. its whole thing is like you're. You're a little bit older of a dude balding that wears a leisure suit that essentially goes back to college and you play mini games to get co-eds to do the same thing, like get naked. Or have sex with them. It showed boobs. I don't recall if you had full it does. sex. Yes. Yeah, okay. I play. I actually played one of those games um, in That's college. Wild. So I, I just, dude, it's, yes, I know. The <laughs> life we live. The <laughs> life we live. Um, it was. I was in college. Um, but... It was very cartoony, right? So, like, yes, you were seeing boobs and, and other stuff, but it wasn't real life, like, the man game. Even that, it did not get an AO rating. So, games that got AO ratings, there were some in the 90s. There was one game in 93 called The Joy of Sex, Color Me Shocked. It, yeah. <laughs> it was, it, honestly, that was probably just, like, a click a, a click through your porn. videos. Yeah. Yes, it was yeah. just a porn game. Um, a few others that are very similar, like All Nude Cyber, All Nude Glamour, bet they came from the same studio, All Nude Nikki, probably. Um, it's not really until you get until, like, uh, 2001, where you get a few legitimate games. Uh, not games that I had necessarily played, but, like, a game called Snowdrop, Water Closet, The Forbidden, Forbidden Chamber, that's probably a sex game, Critical Point, um, those were games that were AO due to strong sexual content. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was on there only because of the mod, but then it came out. Oh no, I was wrong, Preston. Hey, I, I did find it. It was it was in here in 2004. Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude got it, but that's the only one. There's been many uh, more games. Magna Cum Laude, if you will. That yes. is how they say it in the game. Just so we, yeah, I, it's how I know. It's kind of spelled I too. Was, it, it is. <laughs> I was trying to be. I was not going to go there, but yes. Um, That's the joke. Now, it's, all, swear with one. It's, it, it's only the director's cut, though. The uncut, non-censored game. Oh, got the AO. Yeah. Sure. That's where you get the good stuff. Yeah. Um, it's not until 2009 that there's a game on here that's not a sex game. Um, this is a game... Does anybody want to take a guess at what it was? I can give you hints if you want hints. Is it 2009? Is it hatred? No. no. Is hatred even on there? No. Hints. That must have just got delisted. It was. It was made. It was sold. made by a company that we mentioned earlier. That uh, actually is made by a company that has another game on this list due to a mod. I don't know. Rockstar. Rockstar game. I mentioned it actually. Uh, Man- Manhunt Two. Okay, oh, yeah, that makes sure. sense. Yeah. So Manhunt 2 had an AO rating. Manhunt is a twisted as shit game where you essentially... It's, it's like those movies you've seen, right? Where, like, a criminal wakes up in a building and there's a bunch of other criminals and they just, like, walk around killing people as a, like, fight for the death for yeah, other people's the enjoyment. the most dangerous game kind yeah. of deal. And it, 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 it is that. And you could kill people with, like, plastic bags and piano... It was disgusting. I never played Manhunt. Very good choice. <laughs> Honestly, that game, after coming off of Grand Theft Auto, this because this, this was later, like that game to me is where I started to turn on Rockstar and Take Two. That was that was that time. Um, again, after that though, you're getting more towards some of the sexy games until Hatred was the one you said, right, Christian? Yeah, found it. Yep, Hatred is in 2015. 
tell us about that game. I don't know anything about Hatred. I don't oh, think. boy. Well, or do I? okay. Let me tell you. So Hatred is basically, so for those who don't know, the easiest way is, um, dudes, does everybody here know oh, the movie Postal? Oh, I do. Never mind. I do know what Hatred is. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, so I do. basically Hatred is basically no no Russians the um, the game. Like you you're, just, you're going down the street though, and like shooting yeah. random people. It's terrible. Yeah, like you're just going. You're. It's. It's basically the the developers said that they were trying to, they were inspired by the movie Postal, and the movie. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and they're just. For those who don't know, by the way, the movie Postal is about. It's where the term "going postal" comes from. It's you. It's yeah. about a guy who just randomly snaps and decides. Everybody well, around me must die. The game's called Postal too, right? Yeah. Yeah, they made it after the movie, if I think. But it's that I don't remember what his name is, but it's some shitty ass director that does movies like this shit all the time. Probably the guy that made Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, but so hatred was was inspired by that, and it's it's a top down game, and it's it's all black and white, and you're you're playing as a dude with long black hair in a trench coat and it covers his face and he's just goes through town with a shotgun and you want me, want me to read the premise to you for killing people. Yeah. Uh, the game has been controversial, controversial due to its premise, which focuses on a main character who indiscriminately murders every person he encounters. Yep. Yep. Um, the other two here on the list and I know it seems like we're taking a few minutes on this, but really, it's only like, other than a few sex games, it's, if you take out the ones for nudity, um, which a lot of them even had a version that released, like, Leisure Suit Larry, um, it's only like seven games long, right? So it's not a lot. So the other two on here are Outlast 2. Um, Outlast is a survival horror game. I'm actually surprised surprised that it... um, it says so. It actually it, it, before launch, it looks like it had an AO rating, and they had to tone back some yeah, of they, the uh, yeah, violence. Yeah, because it's it's on sale for stores now. It's M, but they because they yeah. toned it down. Here's the other one that I that I was really shocked by because I know this game is on every platform, including Switch. Agony, um, but Agony, it, it essentially is survival horror in hell. Like oh, you're okay. literally just like sneaking around hell. Um, it looks awful, by the way. If you ever want to watch trailer, it looks it looks weird. It had an AO rating and was toned down to M um, for blood, gore, intense violence, nudity, strong language, and sexual content. And I'm still blown away that it's actually available on Switch. Yeah, that is so crazy. so. Here's the thing too with the AO. Out of the few games that are actually on there for legitimate reasons other than boobs, all, almost all of them were just cut back and are still released and mature. So like AO. Yeah. This was a very long roundabout way to say like adult only games really don't exist because Unless people know like games. Yeah. Yeah. You're not you're not going to sell them. So like just tone it down, make it mature and, and publish it because otherwise like the publisher's not going to be able to make money. So yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, PlayStation Network and stuff like that, they won't put those games on. Their they won't. Front. No, I mean, if they you, could, you have they to would. Go by, you have to go buy physical copies mm-hmm. or you can yeah. go and get like you know weird black like, market ways yeah a lot of that stuff lives on pc like you can go and just straight yeah. up a lot of those companies will sell you the exe on their website that being said that is usually like 10 steps too far for 
most any people. average consumer yeah so yeah. like i think like you saw like the onslaught of garbage shit that was put on playstation for their avatars and stuff that people could make like that would be how bad the the gaming library would be on some of these storefronts if you allowed stupid shit like that because yeah. it, people would just be pushing out that garbage every other day it'd be some new anime hentai fucking garbage undressed game or some shit yeah so but even still, like, these games don't really exist, but the rating does. And there are some games that have an AO rating. And and some of them, too, like, were rated, if you want to use the term posthumously, because, like, these games were long dead before the rating system yeah. came out. And then they just went back and rated them that way. Yeah. Um, but it exists, which means that I don't, it goes to my point, like, I don't know that censorship in a way that actually removes stuff from video games even the no russians level necessarily needs to happen because there is a system in place that doesn't prevent people from seeing this stuff but it at least lets you know what's involved and this is where i'm 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 very torn and when i look at games like uh martha is dead i don't know what's in it but i have to ask if even if it is extreme torture and maybe the answer is yes to this. I don't know. But even if it's extreme torture, is it worse than what exists in other media like Hostel or Hostel 2 or any other Gorefest flick that has has been released not to mass appeal but to mass audiences? Like if it went to a theater or even if it went to DVD or streaming, like though millions of people may not watch it, millions of people have the option to watch it or make that choice. Yeah, so so- – should a game take that choice away if you have your the, labels on it? The reason that I say yes is because the gaming industry is not as policing as the movie industry. So, for instance, like, because I agree with you, Hostel's a great example of something that I think shows, like, extreme levels of torture and gore in a fucked up way. Um... But most movie theaters are very good about not selling children those tickets. But are they, though? But, like, what age is children? Because if you go by rating, technically an R rating is anybody over 17. And I went to see The Matrix at, like, 14. And I get it. It's not not hostile. But still. So, and, and like, this is where I'm sort of saying, it's like, there are some theaters, especially in, like, I'll just say, like, in smaller towns like you grew up in, it is way easier to go into a theater and just, everybody knows everybody, so it's really easy just to swing on in and grab a flick. Okay, when my, my town to... wasn't so small where everyone knows everyone, thank you very much. Okay, look, your town was small. Let's just, we'll say that. <laughs> we'll say what it is. All right. My point is, is that like, so for instance, in my hometown, which in, especially in the pure, it was not that big, but it was bigger. It was a little, and I think we, we were bigger uh, than Peoria. We got, I got stopped every single time I wanted to see an R movie, unless I was in a comp, I was in accompanied by an adult who would, say yes i'm going to take this child to go see this movie um because i'm a horrible person i want to ruin his life yeah that that does that did not happen in 
Oh, yeah, no, your town was way bigger than mine. Just kidding. Yeah, so shut up. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it's bigger than we all think it is. If we yeah. Don't live there, yeah. And, your, uh, your town is bigger by like 100,000 people. So Yeah. So, <laughs> but games do not do that. Like, especially in the advent of online stores. And you know what? This very well could be true for movies as well. People could. But the, the thing that happens with, with movies, I think, is... Um, you, they don't come straight to digital, right? Like, you have to go to a theater to see these. And by the time the theater window lapses, like, most people who, like, any kids that were like, oh, man, I want to go see Hostel because some fucking crazy shit happens, right? Like, that period of hype has blown over by the time the DVD version of Hostel is out. Whereas, like, with the games... But that's, like, but that's changing today, Right with like streaming services, it is like, changing. Things in, streaming like, services in, like, this year and like last year with like the pandemic and stuff, but but changing which, nonetheless. You could be right, and this that could be a problem that they have to combat with that. But as far as games are concerned, when kids go into GameStop, no one is stopping them from buying a video game. Period. Like you are going to that GameStop, and it is some poor, overworked teenager who does not care and is not in charge of parenting your children. And they go into the store, and they go, new Call of Duty, please. And they literally go, here you go, child. Here's your M-rated game, and hand it over. And until the industry, as I, it, I think, is better about combating that, I don't mind that they might be a little overzealous with some of that stuff. I, my, my general feeling is... I think in situations like no no Russians and like this game, if the, if this game is truly on its uh, where it's at, and then my third example, which is uh, a lot of games that come from Japan that have to do with like children, sexuality, and all that other weird shit. Um, I think those situations, I'm usually I'm usually cool with it. The, the the no more Russians in the horror game stuff. I think is a is a weird situation. I to, I do understand your, your the slippery slope, like argument that you're talking about, because in those particular cases, like I, I think it, it's separate from what I think about the Japan stuff. I think in those particular cases, I think that the ESRB should use the ratings that they've created. And whether or not it kills the game is that's up to the creator, in my opinion. Like, you made that choice. Like, if you want to put it in a scene where you're gunning down civilians, you're getting slapped with the AO rating. And if you're comfortable with that because it's truly the story, you don't feel like your game could live without that interactive sequence and you just wouldn't be able to sleep at night as a creative, then great. That's how you get to live with your decision, right? Like, I, I personally think that, and, and and honestly, as far as this horror game is concerned, I probably think the same thing. Like, if you're going to show somebody, if it truly is that level of of personal torture on another human, um, then cool, slap it with an AO rating. Or, or if it's just because it's graphic, right? Like, if it's just because you really are, like, digging around in a live person's intestines and really, like, hurting them, you know, whatever it is, like, if it's just because it's graphic, um, then cool. Slap it with an AO rating, move on, and 
if people are really, really interested in seeing your game, they're going to come find it anyway, right? Like they will go to your website and they will download it or they will, you know, do whatever it is they have to do. Um, I just, I, when, I have a when, hard, I have a hard time believing that it, I have a hard time believing it's, it's different than games that exist. Like, look, we have like three Saw games out there, right? Like, and we remember how effed up Saw was. And yeah, I, get I don't now, know what te- those games entail. Technology like. is probably better now, so things look more realistic. So maybe you're getting that harsher rating I, because of the realism. You guys played the last Mortal Kombat, right? And that's another that's dude. That's another example. And, and I think, and and that is why. So I think the ES. My final point here was I was going to say like the ESRB is a fucking joke of an organization. Oh yeah, because. They it is it's something that I believe that needs to exist. Like on paper, the ESRB is great. In practice, the ESRB is a fucking joke because yeah. Mortal Kombat, especially the new one, is horrible with its level of gratuitous violence and gore. And so much I to the love point the where NetherRealm made its employees watch like mutilation yeah. videos of like cattle and other things to get the gore just right to like really show the gibbing of limbs to make it Muscles really sh- and, and, and blood, shit like yeah. that and it sent employees into like really fucking hard times like they had to go get therapy and like all sorts of shit because they were becoming really fucked up by having to watch this shit all the time and it's messed up and i think like in those situations, it's clear that the reason that the AS the ESRB did not slap an AO rating on Mortal Kombat is because the platform holders, publishers, Sony, like all those people, uh, Microsoft, uh, EA, actors, who you know, all the people, the big players in the space, pay the ESRB to shut the fuck up when it comes to games that are going to make a bunch of money. Now, my final point with. And then I'll oh, think about think about how graphic Doom is. Doom's cartoony, yeah. But like, think about the, how the reason that Doom. Graphic. So that, here's the thing. I think the the when you Doom is an example of somebody who I think when, is the smart way when you want to do something that is quote unquote to their own game ultra violent. Like, is when you do it to a entity that is a non-existent and b like. The, the the premise is purely fantastical, right? So, Less for instance, human. like, yes, like, if you are going around and your whole thing is like, I'm, you're playing a game where you are dropped into hell and you are going around and murdering demons as opposed to the flip side of it, like, then it's really easy for people to be like, okay, great, like, not a problem. Um, same thing in, like, Early Devil May Cry days, right? Like, Dante is just beating the shit out of demons. It's really yeah. easy for people to get behind something and go, like, cool, don't care. Like, just you know, demons, whatever. whatever. Especially when somebody like Dante is wacky Wahoo pizza man. But, like, they, you know, do that. Like, I think the, the problem with a lot of when... Because I think that, like, the conversation we're having now is a genuine one that is the the right one to have. But I feel like... Nine times out of ten on the internet when you talk about censorship in games, it is not the conversation we're having now. It is fucking, and I need to be very clear here, it is fucking weirdo-ass losers on the internet that are upset that their weird titty game from Japan that shows teenagers and underage people in skimpy, weird-ass fucking outfits 
and they're just like, it's so I'm so me. I didn't get to see my 15 year old girl's boobs and blah 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 blah. Like got this special edition of Galaga in the back. It comes with panties. Yeah, fuck you. Like it's so. Like, Wait, hold on a second. Is that a real thing? Yes. Galgun is a weird game where you squirt water on girls and make them to get their clothes come off. Weird thing, clothes come off. And if you bought the special edition, uh, it came with panties. <laughs> That's ass. That one of the characters wears. <laughs> okay. Yes. I just I, did, I thought that was trash. maybe like I thought that was maybe it's just garbage. a comment and jest. I had no idea no, that was like a, a real, real thing. Like, to those to those people, <laughs> like you know, and and so then you get this argument where people are like, well. I mean, first they come for the anime titty games, and then they come for the games you like. Well, and so it's, and but, it's, but it's, I get like that. You, yours makes sense, right? Because exploitation is one thing, and honestly, I see a really easy fix. Is sounds like what a lot of people go already touch do. grass, you fucking weirdos. We just we we don't <laughs> yeah. import those games, right? No. Like I mean, like straight up, like I think, but you know, well. So yes, most of the time those don't get unported, but like you can go on PS3 right now and go buy Galgun. Period. Yeah. Like, and they Nintendo, like I think too. Yeah, yeah, and but a lot of times, especially in the PC market, because Steam now exists and Steam will let anything. Like Steam, if, Steam will let anything. They are a terrible trender to yeah. this. Yeah, like if you get rated and you go through what the normal process is considered for a video game, you are going on Steam. You don't that have to is, get rated. You just have to pass their like standards. There's no like ESRB rating on a lot of those games. Yeah, yeah actually, you're right. Yeah, as long yeah. as you pass their community standards that you're in. Yeah. And so for me, like the reason that I get irritated by that stuff is because it's it's catering to an individual that I like is crying about a problem that doesn't actually exist. It's like, you know, like... Like, for instance, like, when people complain about, um, like, their Flat Earth videos being taken off the internet, they're like, they're fucking, they're silencing the truth, man, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, they're just taking off your dumbass opinion because people, unfortunately, are too stupid sometimes, and kids get swept up in this bullshit, and you're getting, like, that's how that stuff spreads. And it's the same thing with with these kind of situations where, like, there are people that just, you know, will get get these games and they have no business. Nobody has any business playing a game where you are sexually objectifying a child. Like, that's so, sorry. but ag- Agreed. And yeah, and I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole because that's, yes. Like, I think we can all agree on that. And when it comes to porn games, like, porn is porn is porn, right? Yes. So, like, porn fetishes are there even in games even in manga and books and television shows like that's a whole nother sect and it, it i just i view that as different than than I, this when it comes to censorship right because like because yeah. for two things for two reasons one like there are so many a lot of those games don't exist here but also on the flip side of that the people that want that stuff are going to get that stuff yeah and, and no and matter I, where and you have to you. order that's, it that's what i'm saying is like I do like I, I agree. Like the conversation that we're having here is is yeah. a good one, and I think yes. it's like the productive version of this conversation. I just I want to say that like as far as the general view of censorship, like most of the time, if you go on to any sort of online forum or inter- like the internet discussion, you will not see the discussion we're having right now. No, it, it is 
it yeah. is always please give me my anime titty game. People, and it, people will get people freak. Not even will people freaked out over making Lara Croft younger and getting rid of her oversized boobs. And then when Square Tifa. in the recent yeah, when Square tried to in the recent Final Final Fantasy remake. Uh, for seven, they made Tifa more "quote unquote" proportional, which is she is still so insanely out yeah, of proportion. It, anyway, so people out, like, lost their mind. If you talk to any woman on the planet, she will look at you and go, "Tifa is going to be in a back brace by the time she's twenty six <laughs> because her body is broken." And you, but but you don't. You wouldn't talk to a woman because you wouldn't know if you're the no, the, the, the internet when it comes to those arguments is a bad place. Um, yeah. But but so yes I so like I it's it, the 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 biggest problem I think is like with the AO stuff is like because I, I agree with you it does not work and and the, and the ESRB is a fucking joke as as the organization that it stands now so it, it's tough because in my general opinion like it's like in those situations I believe that you should just slap the AO rating on it and be done however in practice none of these publishers unless actually held accountable would do it. Yeah. I, so I'll be honest and I'll get my take and then Preston, I'll pass it over to you for your take too. Uh, when it comes to censorship and games in general, I actually, so I, I am torn to a point. Like I don't think this censorship to call of duty, the censorship to this game, no matter how bad it is, or it's said to be, I don't think it should happen. Um, just because they're, when it comes to art, whether it's books, whether it's TV shows, whether it's movies, whether it's music, whether it's whatever, I am okay with the creative putting out what they want and then facing the success or the repercussion of that. Right. And, and that repercussion could be an AO rating. It could be delisting off of a Sony store. Like if Microsoft wants to sell it, they can sell it. And if Sony doesn't, they don't have to. Right. But yeah, I don't I think that. I don't think the dev should be asked to change up what they created because they've spent the money, they spent the time, they've done the work to do what they felt as though would tell their story. Now, we can talk further about situational stuff. Like I do think there are specific situations. There's something called the tolerance paradox where if you're tolerant of everything, intolerance will always win out right? Because the loudest voices will be the bad ones. So you can't be okay with everything. And to that, I understand. But because it's situational, um, those are, I I think that should only be used in extreme cases. I I think that a lot of these things that we're seeing, like, like hatred is a great example of something that I think you can look at that person and go, your shit doesn't need to exist. Sorry. I, I would agree. And, and again, we've, we've talked about how we're taking this from a cultural standpoint, and maybe that would fly somewhere else. I think based on the state our country is in right now, that doesn't need to exist, right? Yeah, and, and I do think that's one of those times where somebody can step in and say, no, sorry, like we're not going to do it. I think a little bit of the not onus... Not that you can't create it, but it's not going to sell here. Yeah, I think a little bit of the onus it, it should be on the publishers to say, we are not going to sell that. We're not going to host that. We're not going to have it anywhere. And um, we're not going to distribute it here in America. So if you want to distribute it somewhere else, like good luck, you're doing all the work. Um, But for a lot of these things, like I just don't think it needs to be censored. There's beyond 
there's so many arguments you could make. None of them are great arguments. The argument saying, like, police your own kids isn't a great argument because, again, just like what we said a minute ago with if you want to get the game, you're going to get the game. If you're a kid and you want to play it, you're going to play it. A friend's going to have it. Like, there's no good answer. But at the end of the day, I I just, I don't, I think it deserves to exist on its own and doesn't need to be censored. We could, we would be in a much better place if we actually talked to younger people, right? Oh, Maybe yeah. asked them how their day was and gave more support. But I just don't think that saying, oh, this game, even though it's geared towards mature audiences, is going to end up in the hands of younger audiences, we should censor it. I don't think that should be a thing. Yeah, um, I so I, in general, I don't agree with the censorship of video games that, that like, take away from the overall gameplay. I'm, I'm, I don't care about your blood, changing colors, and stuff like that I get. But actually removing, asking devs to remove pieces of stuff they've created, I don't agree with. I think the reason, too, that that happens is just to lay it on more that the ESRB is a fucking joke. Is the only reason that people are asked to remove content is because there has been some sort of threshold internally that shows that that game is going to do some sort of numbers. So less, yeah. And they are like, look, you're getting a lot of press. We want you on our platform, and to do so, you need to remove X, Y, or Z. And, you know, this game will actually be a, a, a great example of this because that game, whatever audience it was going to have, that game is going to do gangbusters now on PC and Xbox, and almost assuredly no one will buy it on PlayStation platforms because now when you're only censoring it on one platform you're making it so that you're showing you're you're basically telling people who want to play this game i need to go play this elsewhere because i'm going to miss out on content right like so for instance like for preston and i like i look the the things that i know about that game i have no interest in playing it however like the people who do are going to go well i'm going to get it on xbox or pc because why would i why would I miss out on a piece of this game that I'm interested in, yeah. right? Um, and it, so I think because, you know, that's the only reason that I think you you ever even see... Because if the system worked as intended, you would never have people making concessions. They would just get the rating they got and move on. It's a very nuanced situation, too, because if they go to Microsoft... Isn't that almost encouraging other people to push the boundary and continue yep. to go to Microsoft? Like, does Microsoft want to become the the console that lets everything on? I think and Microsoft at what point wants to be. Do they not? The, I I I'll, the Microsoft wants to be the place uh, that celebrates games and gamers of all kinds, all the way up until it isn't. Like, and that. I mean, like, you know, you can see that with Game Pass. Like, Game Pass is an incredible value right now. And we've said this multiple times on the show. Game Pass is an absolutely insane customer value. Like, it is huge. And it is only going to stay that way all the way up until Microsoft decides that it isn't anymore. And there will be a time where we're going to get price gouged for that service. And we'll decide whether or not it's actually still worth, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they are going to toe the line all the way up until they find the exact amount of 
the least amount of customers we can lose with the most amount of price we can charge. Netflix does this shit all the time. Netflix started out for us to have all of our streaming like 10 bucks a month. And now we're up to what, like 25? I think it was because, 8 bucks and now they're up to like 16 or 14. Okay, so that, yeah. you know, so like, yeah. and this increase that they've gone and gone and gone. And now Netflix has become such an ingrained part of people's lives. Like, like for me personally, like I can never cancel that service because they bought JoJo now. So anytime <laughs> I want to watch JoJo, I have to go there. Where am I going to watch Beastars? It's only on Netflix. It sure is. And like, <laughs> <laughs> but he, I'll pass it off to Preston. But yeah, I just think that that's 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 where that stuff is at. Yeah. Like, so, so Preston, what do you what do you think? Just in general, when it comes to like censorship and games, yeah, how do no. you feel about it? Um, so I think censorship is not really too too much there. I mean, obviously we get that with the too much gratuitous uh, natures of certain games. Um, I feel that um, ESRB is there. Obviously, you know, it's a nice little baby gate to kind of keep certain things from just over flooding the market with hot trash garbage that shouldn't be there, especially for young prying eyes. Like Christian said, uh, if uh, if we were a kid, doesn't matter what the fuck that rating is on that con- on that game. We're gonna find a way to play it. Guess what? My mom and dad made sure I didn't have those games. My mom and dad did not have the ability to make sure my friends did not have those games. So you better believe I was over at my friend's house playing uh, the gratuitous Mortal Kombat's and the uh, Grand Theft Autos and things of that yep. nature and yep. having sex with prostitutes and then running them over to get my money back. Like, I was a horrible <laughs> kid. Um, but it's... You were. We've heard that Christmas story. <laughs> that's not the Christmas story. It did not involve hookers, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, <clears throat> it's it's... I get it. I get why the ESRB is there. Uh, I mean, the giant history we could get into later on about the, like, the creation of that and why it came around. Mortal Kombat was a big proponent of that. Um, like, there are going to be like, legal action against video games altogether, especially violent ones. Um, and I get it, you know. Certain kids, you know, they, they don't need to be exposed to that, especially if their parents are less privy or less uh, give less attention to them because that could fuck with the kid's mind, for sure. Especially, like, yeah. Let's say some 13-year-old parents don't give a fuck what the kid buys. They just give them the credit card, let them do whatever he wants, and buys this fucking uh, Mary What's-Her-Face-Dies game. And <laughs> I can't remember the name of the game, sorry. Mar- Martha um, is dead. Yeah, I don't care. I'm like, I'll play it. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to say it like that. Uh, but uh, it's some kid's going to play that. He's going to be like 13, and he's going to buy the PC Xbox version, and it could probably fuck him up pretty heavily um and it's just but those gates are there you know for the possibility of having that baby gate uh but, you know sometimes babies figure out a smart way to get a screwdriver or climb above that fucking gate you know uh that's just what happens where um, are you storing your screwdrivers what, near what your baby agent babies are you hanging out with <laughs> i'm sure i've seen some movie where it's who look who's talking to or some shit a baby grabs a fucking screwdriver i love dude for every metaphor that you ever you, you're always like no nah, dude i saw a movie once like it always goes to that i've seen babies do some crazy shit in movies son they have talk you ever seen boss too. baby man he goes wild <laughs> i have not but i guarantee he has a screwdriver at some point he's got a suit on um <laughs> That baby <laughs> but, has messed with some hookers. All I'm saying. Uh, sure. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. I'm, so you I'm get to be to, a CEO, man. It's too early to do uh, Alec Baldwin jokes right now, so I'm just going to keep that one away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I want to say that censorship that I would be worried about in a game, as far as the artistic value, I don't feel has ever really been there. I feel I've heard about it with movies and TV shows and things of that nature, to where their artistic value or whatever they try to show is banned in certain countries. I understand that, you know, China, I know it wants to give away get rid of the skeletons and things of that nature in certain countries, like with the uh, army games, you know, 
kind of represents them as being the bad guys. So of course they're not going to put that in their country, but yeah, we would like, be pissed if you made a game where America was the bad guy. Right. So honestly, like, I get it. I get it. I mean, I mean, it's, I kind of want to say when I will play that game, but also like I have a lot of friends who are in the army. I'm like, I kind of feel like I'm shooting them. Like, that's not a cool thing to me. Uh, so I, I get it, you know? Um, but as far as the artistic value of things like, uh, life is strange as far as I'm aware, like with their, uh, whether they touch on the LGBTQ um, plus uh, points, they're not banned in certain countries as far as I'm aware. If they are, I mean, fuck those countries. But like in America, that shit isn't like banned in certain states because of like a queer perspective. Um, so those artistic censorships are not there here in at least America to me uh, that would worry me about certain games um, that are, have been banned because of just certain viewpoints that someone doesn't like. Um, outside of, you know, someone wants to say, yeah, it's a great game I can play as a Nazi and we can actually fulfill the Third Reich dream. Like, yeah, yeah, I want that to be censored and banned, but that's just my personal preference. Um, But yeah, as far as anything like that artistic value, I don't feel I've seen here in the Americas, at least. I think something like Nazi stuff, I think, would fall into that special category that Alex was talking about earlier. Of Steam only? It, it, it depends. It depends. Like so, Black market for games. instance, like if it's something like Wolfenstein, right, where like your whole deal is, I'm going through and terrorizing Nazis, then solid, right? Like I no, think fine. I'm cool with that. But, I think if you if you're playing out the power fantasy of like if your game is like glorifying I'm Jewish Nazis, people as a Nazi, right? Yeah. Then it's like, hey man, I don't think your shit deserves to exist. Like you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, I. Look, I'll be honest with you. Like, even when it comes to some stuff like that, and it would it would depend on how far it goes. I'm even still or like torn a game on that makes you a slave master, and like that dude's all about being a slave. This game is all doing like, yeah, it's great to have slaves and being a slave master. Like, this is the dopest shit. Like, we should bring yeah, this shit no, back. I definitely, right? I, I definitely games like that, like that would be a horrible, horrible uh, fucking idea. Yeah, I want that to be censored. Preston's really like, hey man, if you don't answer this crime, but you get canceled on Twitter right yeah. now, Alex. No. <laughs> I, What's your answer, Alex? So like, <laughs> yes, no, that game should definitely not exist. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. It. So I guess it depends on to me, like when the Nazi thing, like how far does it go? Because you look at there's plenty of uh, uh, man in the high castle. There was the plot against sure. America. Yeah. There are other things where it is an alternate reality where Nazis take over. Now, the main yep. story to a lot of those is there this is, is a bad. protagonist. Right. It is still bad. It's still bad. Yeah. Right. And it's highlighting that even even Handsmaid Tale. Like, that's not Nazism, but clearly, like, that's not a happy-go-lucky story. That is a story of oppression. Yeah. So, even... I would give games a lot of leeway. I... I, That's what I'm saying. To to, to press into your last point, though, like, yeah, that game does not need to exist. (laughs) Like, if you even feel comfortable saying it back, (laughs) that game does not need to exist. But No one at me. But there are others... Even, like, when we're talking about Nazi... Like, the the example there of, like, like, Preston was saying, like, I'm trying to fulfill the third Reich and like hunting down Jews. It's like that, that no. should not exist. Yeah. 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 And but so, an example of a, a way that it can is like Wolfenstein, like your whole mm-hmm. deal is I'm, I'm going into Germany. I'm terrorizing Nazis. And my ultimate goal is to kill Mecca Hitler. Like that's, Christian, you know, I know, you know, the game's name. Cause it's been spoken about on a lot of the podcasts. We listen to what is that fucking army game? They're still trying to make, Towards like the Battle of, I want to say Geonosia, but that's like fucking sound like a Star Wars name. Um, 
Oh, it's um, where they're doing like the uh, the white fire, whatever the fuck that was, a sulfur fire kind it's, of thing. Uh, it's not off American, the line, yeah. and it's it's white phosphorus. Yeah, the yeah. mission in white phosphorus. But there's, yeah, there's, there's a game that's supposed to be like based off of like just that like era, but they just take the the uh, phrasing of it's Americans that did this and just made it some like sex of like a army people but yeah yeah so at first it started i don't remember the name of it but it, it started as a game where um you were uh basically it's like americans committing war crimes the game and uh at first people were like holy shit are they actually going to make a game in which they show as like some of the fucked up things that we've done as a country and that we've sanctioned and then they turned around and went like, no, what we're going to do is like, you're going to commit the war crimes, but then we're going to humanize it and be like, but do you see why they had to commit yeah, the war? Like, there's a reason. Yeah. Like it's like, we're going to make it so that you can understand he, why he, we he used was a drone thirsty, to kill which is why we want. He was thirsty. So we waterboarded him. I don't see the yeah, problem like, dude, here. It's, it, it, yeah. And, and so people are very much uh, against that video game right now and it i think that it is in a permanent like limbo situation but that's that's a great example right of like as a whole if the if the game games that don't cross that threshold should come out and not be censored and should just be slapped with a label and if people buy it they buy it and if they turn against it they shouldn't however if you're having trouble getting your game published, then maybe you've hit that threshold, right? Like that's yeah. sorry. Like that's not not every movie gets made, not every book gets published, not every game needs to come out. And that's why I think it should be a case by case basis. Yeah. But if the game is so far in development where they've seen everything, they go, Oh, okay, well, like, yeah, we're gonna release it. But now you need to change it. No, man. Like you've missed your, you've missed it by this point. Like you've agreed to think, release it. Just slap a label on it and call it a day. Yeah, and I, I agree. I, I think the the rating system should be used, and that also publishers, hardware manufacturers, all of them, platform holders should not be able to give money into that system. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I think. Like, I, I do think there's there needs to be one fix with the ESRB rating and. They when, can't when, take money from other people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But no, when a game gets rated, I think we need to be far more nuanced than saying uh, "immature sex, violence, drugs." Right? Yeah. Like, if, if, if for for instance, Martha is dead. If that game comes out with a mature rating and you say "violence disturbing images," that means literal nothing to me. Like, it literally, so like, nothing. So you should you should have to list, or you should have to be more apparent when I'm purchasing this game, like right at the top, hey, M for Mature, this is why, if you're on the Microsoft Store, and it has a list of like images of extreme torture, like realistic looking, whatever, like that would allow me to make a much more informed decision of is this game for me or not. Now, to be fair, again, that is a walking sim horror game, so that game's not for me. Like I'm not gonna play that game anyway. However, in other games, if you were more apparent, I could make a more informed decision on what that game would mean to me if I played it. So just for an update, really, because I agree with you, and I think that was like a perfect way to close that out. Um, but as an update for the game that Preston was talking about. Genosha? So people, yeah, you'll get there. Hold on. <laughs> the, the game that uh, will, that is like 
that you guys can go look up on your own and and do is uh, Six Days in Fallujah. Fallujah. Okay. Yeah, and it is a game that is they are the d- developers are trying to call it a playable documentary from the American perspective on the siege of Fallujah. The American perspective. Well, if that doesn't sound like some (laughs) propaganda bullshit, I don't know what is. Very bad. Very bad. bad. I mean, like, so... What... What's what's uh, the expand? Is it is it like Benghazi the expansion pack? Like what the fuck? No, you can pre-order it and get special hats that make the, uh, yeah. the fire a different color. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, oh, like, just so that everybody can get a sort of. Uh, uh, I'll I'll read the quote here. It's. Uh, United States military veteran Sergeant Jason Kyle and developers at Victura and Highwire Games walking through the first ever gameplay video of Six Days in Fallujah, the tactical first-person shooter with procedurally generated mission spaces based on real-life events from 2004's second battle for Fallujah in the Iraq War. Um, and then it says the video focuses on squad tactics you'll use to break into people's home and clear them of enemies. It highlights how layouts will constantly change to capture the feeling of not knowing what you'll find every time you step into a new room. The gameplay. No, I know. I know what I'm going to find. I'm going to find people to shoot. That's, the gameplay ends simple. with the player bursting into a room where a family of four hides in the corner hoping to not get murdered. The video then cuts to real-life documentary footage as a resident of Fallujah explains that their dad refused to leave the city during the assault. And then, it, you know, what it doesn't mention is that uh, many people were forcibly kept from leaving that city during that siege. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and then and how many of those people were, quote-unquote, accidentally shot... Exactly. And uh, Preston, to your final point where you're bringing up the white phosphorus is just so that people know, uh, the trailer doesn't mention any of the accounts of indiscriminate gunfire, which was Alex was just talking about, by the U.S. military either, or that it reportedly used white phosphorus in the the attack uh, during that siege, which is, just so that everybody's clear, a chemical that literally melts through your body. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that game, like, again, that is a game that shouldn't exist. If you want to make that into a documentary, that's fine. And in fact, I bet you a documentary for both perspectives of that already exists. Yeah. And the reason I honestly don't think that game should exist is because that, to me, is just a lazy game where it just sounds like a... That that game is going to appeal to the people and end up just like... Um, hatred, right? Yep. Yeah, it's going to end up like it'd, that. It'd like the, like people, the people that are going to want to play that. Was, yeah, if, I, it, if I want a military sim, I'm going to play a Call of Duty or like the last, not the newest Battlefield, but like the last one they came out with. That game is just going to appeal to me if I'm somebody that just wants to, like it said, indiscriminately just shoot everyone in sight. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like so the that, smut, yeah. smut version of a video game. Yeah. yeah, so, like, that's a great example yeah. of a game that, you know, taking case by case. And it sounds like they're still struggling to get that published and, and distributed, which is fine. So, it, it, I guess I'll round this out by saying, and I've, we've kind of made all of our points here, but I'll yes. round this out by saying, like, first of all, 
to those of you that are interested in playing or had a hand in developing Martha is Dead, I apologize. Like, I didn't want to shit on you, and I'm not. It's just every once in a while a game being censored pops up in the news, yeah. and that happened to be the one that I've seen recently that popped up in the news that, that spurned this conversation. Not for me. And... Yeah, it's just because of horror. It's not for me, but that's, yeah, and I think, that's, that's I, a lot of horror games to be honest. Same. Like when you talked yeah, about that's, like that's digging me, yeah. through digging through a body, I was like, yeah, it sounds like a Resident Evil or something. I'm not going to play anyway. So yeah, <laughs> and I, I think it's it, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that if the rating system actually worked as intended, I think that the system could handle itself, and people would just be able to make informed decisions off of that. And to your point, Alex, I think that the rating system would have to go through a huge revamping to really explain to people what the rating is and then why it got it right so like for it like with the martha is dead thing it's like extreme bodily torture and horror blah blah blah, blah you know all the different things you I, like the three of us Adva- could, advanced realism when in like yeah. torture the, th- the, the three of us could look at that rating and go no yeah <laughs> like, i don't want that yeah. right like i have no desire um whereas and, and you're right because m and teen and all they all get thrown on thing like like for instance, you know, a game that we were just talking about, like Don't Make Cry 5 is an M game. It is not the same level of M that Martha is Dead is an M, yet they both are going to have an M at the end of the it's day. It's not the same you know level I mean? as M as Grand Theft Auto 5 is an M. Yeah, but or they I mean, both, like, but they they both have it. Cyberpunk, yeah. where you actually have sex scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can smack people with dildos. Like, yes. Sure can. It's... Yeah, there, there, are different, there are different levels, and they need to be better. So, I guess, when it comes to our consulting, that would... This topic is one that I wanted to have a, a reasonable discussion around and and yeah. get past the fluff because Christian, to your point, you have very a couple of very big extremes which are like a don't get rid of my boobs and b don't. like don't change my blood to a different color because like it's the way it should be. I think yeah. this was a, a good one in the middle and where this debate should be had. Um, a little consulting because it was more just a topic I wanted to talk about. However. If you know anybody that works for the ESRB or anybody listening that works for the ESRB, Would you should talk. talk. We will help you. We will do I it for you. Them. I just want yeah, to talk you know what they're going to do? Their answer to you is, we don't need help. We get paid. Yeah, the government pays us. We're okay. I know. I my, know. So my, my check from Sony just cleared or my check yeah. from Microsoft just cleared, Nintendo, whoever. And uh, I'm, I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm cool. Right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. fine. Well, let me change that then. If anybody works for Moms for America... If you would like yeah. to pay us, we will write letters to the ESRB for you. Um, no. So anyway. $150 per word. Yeah, it'd have to be a lot for that crazy group. So um, thank you, everybody. I, I know we talked about a game, Preston. How do you feel? It's a little, getting a little bit later. Real quick. Real quick. You want to do it? Let's do it. Do right. Real quick. Okay, so we're going to do the name game. We're not going to do this bullshit of I give you the developer or that kind of shit. It's just I'm going to say the name of the game, and it's going to be the kind of like not the name of the game. Yeah. It's going to be using uh Alex same complained words. enough and finally got the rules changed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. If you guys know it, great. Just kind of shoot out your answers. There's no turns, anything like that. Um, okay. If you don't, well, go ahead. These are um, just four games I pulled up today. Uh, these are games that are coming out in March. Uh, March is jam-packed okay. full of good goodness. And I had some fun with some of these. Uh, the first one's going to be pretty hard. You guys ready? Yep. Sure. All right, I'll start off with the first thing. Uh, I'll tell because I picked mostly like exclusives, uh, so we'll go ahead with this. Uh, just kind of highlight, hey, if you like PlayStation, you get PlayStation. This is a game you should be looking out for that month. Um, game, anticipate. 
game now, an- anticipate. The way the game's name is spelt is not exactly the word that I choose a, like, a synonym for, but like it's pretty much that name. They just, oh. they just changed the name of it. I have no it's a idea. PlayStation exclusive. Anticipate. Mm, I want to say waiting, but that's the opposite yep. of anticipate. All right. Excite bike. Nope. <laughs> I would have done something and then the, a cinema bike at that point. Um, yeah. So this game, we've all seen it. We just probably don't remember it's coming out next month. Is Forspoken. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun little PlayStation exclusive. You know, I did not the, know it was coming out next month. This is a yeah, very, I didn't know it was coming out next month either. This is jam packed. Hey, Horizon oops. just came out. And the PlayStation is kind of giving you a little extra a bit next Elden month. Rings tomorrow. Yep. Is it tomorrow? Long. Yeah, it's tomorrow, I believe. No. Tomorrow the next day, yeah. So I thought it was the 25th. Fuck. <laughs> uh, you might be right. Let me look. All right, while he's looking up that, next one is a fair blueprint. Mm. This one's going to throw you off hard because when I looked at the synonym mm. for the first word, I'm like, all right, there's a lot of options here that I would not have thought of, but okay. And the game is called an okay design. <laughs> a fair <laughs> blueprint. A fair blueprint. A fair is what's going to throw you off, but yeah, it's, yeah. Meeting. I, actually, I'm struggling more with blueprint. Plan, plan, meeting plan, person plan. Oh, this is also a, a Nintendo exclusive. Oh, shit. Splatoon oh, 3. No. <laughs> no. A fair blueprint. All right. Q-Bird. Nope. Four. I don't know. Three. Two. One. Ox can no longer have his phone. It is triangle strategy. When you look up in the thesaurus mm. for triangle, mm. a lot of things had like a fair or something that dealt with three people being involved. That comes out next month. You're right. Next month. It's the 25th for Elden Ring. But even, even still, it's yeah. a week away. Yeah. Um, next one's a real fun one to have with. You, someone will get this if you know the exact title. So I want the exact title. It needs to be right. Pinky and the Omitted Province. It's a Nintendo exclusive, by the way. Comes out next month. I asked Pinky off a day or two for this the game. Omitted Province. I personally asked off days to play this game. Comes out next month. It's the Lost World, right? I'm kind of disappointed. Number you can like figure out who Pinky is right is now. Is it Kirby? It's kind of upsetting me. Yes. Oh, I don't know, but is it? But what's the title? It's I, Kirby. Uh, is Kirby, Kirby and the Lost World. Omitted province. So omitted. And the for, uh, per, province. Kirby and the Forgotten. Land? Kingdom? Kingdom. Land. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, you helped him out there, Christian. I know I did. This one I totally forgot about, and then once I saw it, this is the Xbox exclusive, exclusive coming out next month. Um, this one looks great. I'll kind of talk a little more about it, and then uh, I highly suggest everyone watch a YouTube video later on about this one. The game name I have is Blouse. Which makes me think of the Dave Chappelle episode. Um, Game blouses. <laughs> blouses. Um, no, blouse. So, another word for blouse. This is also kind of an odd one, but yeah. 
you wouldn't think of what it would be, but what console is Xbox? This is exclusive on Xbox and uh, PC. This is not on Game Pass. Uh, it is more of an indie game, so it's not like a Microsoft Studios game. It's just more of a exclusively on Xbox. Interesting. All right, since Christian's using his Google ways. I know. I see the fingers on the keyboard. keyboard. Face, Hand check. Google. I'm just Hand I'm we, can, to we see. can see your mouse and keyboard in the camera. <laughs> no, man. Flashing just, lights on your look, face. The coming, the coming soon on, on Xbox Game Pass. I'm just kidding. No, it's I, not uh, on Xbox Game Pass, which is a surprising thing. I, um, and it's exclusive. I don't know. I don't know. Tunic. Tunic. Fuck you. Does Tunic actually check. come out? Tunic comes out next month. Cute ass fox game, kind of Zelda like. Yeah, dude, it looks beautiful. So Tunic was one of my most anticipated games. I wanted to PAX uh, a couple years ago. Tunic was fucking go. awesome. I got That's to play not the demo. Coming to game Pass. Interesting. Not, it has not been mentioned yeah. coming to Game okay. Pass, and usually if it is, they might. It's been but honestly, right it, it doesn't even need to. That game. That game fucking owns. It It'll gorgeous. be one of those things where if they do a shit ton of sales, they'll go ahead and add them to Game Pass. But honestly, it's gonna be an indie game, so I'm not sure it's gonna be that too expensive. As yeah, far as what I've seen. But yeah, it good looks for fun. them. It looks, it looks beautiful. That does yeah. look fun. Yeah. yeah, those are four games I chose that come out next month. There's a bunch of other ones, obviously. Nice. Um, but yeah, got all that fun stuff. A lot to look forward to. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you. Uh, for joining us, another episode of the testing room. Don't forget, we have Witcher Wednesdays. Please come in and hang yeah. out. We've had, we've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun watching, um, even though I'm not playing. Hopefully, uh, we'll be in a car accident for the next one. <laughs> I yeah. hope so as well, buddy. <laughs> yeah, please, please come yeah, and please help don't. us keep Christian awake. You That's what, what we have to do. Just stay away yeah, from cars for the next week. We'll be fine. So, all right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us. We will see you next time. Preston, you know what to do. Christian, real quick, what is your name? What is the day? And what is the last thing that you ate? Hit it. <laughs> okay. This has been the testing room. Music by at Damian Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at Rave Pet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at Testing Room Pod, or email us at testingroompod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.